Yeah, I gotta do some some uh tests with the T six I to see why the hell it has that color cast. Yeah. But it's better than what she looked like last time with the uh webcam. Right. So. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. <laughs> Incorrect. Why not? Why are you what? Nothing. Before my black was completely shown. Oh, no, it's not. I said, be- shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was ass, though. That was ass. That was ass. <laughs> Look. God damn it. He chose his life, so sounds more and more like you chose this life. I ain't complaining about it. I'm just poking fun at you. My 29% this shows up a lot more than the rest of the percentage. Uh-huh. Also, also, we could possibly be dragging that a bit because if y'all saw my aunt. One of my aunts, y'all yeah, wouldn't. This would not be. That's funny. This would not. This would not be a thing. <laughs> what up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Yep. Chrissy would be Lapita. That's dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. At least I got some color. No, she albino then. No. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Shit. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't seen Chrissy in person in a while. And the last time you did, it was summertime. Shut no, you up. seen her in in, in the no, November, no. December, January, <laughs> nigga. That was ass. <laughs> no, that is your real oh, color. <laughs> no, nigga, that's not how that works. My real color comes between May and October. That's cute, but that's not how the, the science says opposite. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is what augments your color. I'm gonna do this off of the screen. The sun, <laughs> the sun is what also kind of gave us absolutely. Uh huh. Well, it belongs to me. Well, people, the sun gave it to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> what the sun gave to you before is what you're. Real color is when it gets to you seasonally. That's additional. That's 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 that's, that's an added. I'm gonna move to Florida. Is oh, it, oh, uh, isn't that? Because oh, <laughs> then I'll be brown all the time. You, you, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa! You don't be brown. Yo, that was at yo. We not nah, because we not about to. We don't lie to the people. We don't lie to the people. I'm brown. Yo, just pointing to the camera too, like. We don't lie to the people. He just pointed at the camera. I'm just saying, we, we, we live now. We, we not gonna lie to the people. Then what am I? Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> you say nothing that. <laughs> I didn't even answer the question. No, I want you to answer the question. Then why you ask? I changed my mind. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Give me the beans. Oh, shit. What up, Ben? What's good? <clears throat> oh, P. Bruh. You want the candy cakes? Wow. I'm not going to eat that on camera either. <clears throat> oh, you said on camera. Okay. Mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. I mean, that's that's kind of a tradition of black culture. <laughs> right. Like you wildin'. We eating on camera. I'm low-key offended. Like I'm full offended. Right. Like you not gonna <laughs> fuck you mean you're not gonna eat on our show. <laughs> he, said, he said I'm low-key offended. I said I'm full offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! You Have you been keeping up with that, or or are you just waiting for? No, I'm waiting day? until yeah, right. I'm waiting until the uh, the last episode airs. Pity, pity, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, you are. It's crazy to say she's late. I was goes back tonight. Three and shit. Yeah, I was goes back tonight, Betty. Oh yeah, that's facts. And then well, what? tomorrow morning. And then, then what? It never goes back, or do we wait till? The- I don't remember, yo. I don't remember because trying to decide if they want. I thought they already decided. Like what it will be tomorrow. I don't remember. Or the other way. I, I don't every time I hear, every time I hear that it has been decided, it has not been decided. <laughs> so I don't want it to be like it is forever. I don't. That's not. I don't. I don't, I don't like that. I want it to be like it is Doing before tonight. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right, but they're trying to decide which one. But nobody, it doesn't. People don't care what the fuck I want. So what the fuck? Yeah, I mean the argument. The argument makes sense. It's for the kids, because kids go to school early. You want the light to be out I mean, when the kids have to leave. I don't care about that. Uh, you say that now, but <laughs> you will not always be taking your job to school. That's not realistic. They will be on the bus. That's not the point that I'm making. Oh, really? I really. That's not the point that they're making. I already raised my kids. So I, <laughs> <laughs> he really don't care. None of that shit. <laughs> no, you got you got another one coming. No, hell no. <laughs> hell <laughs> no. That too. That too. Grandbabies. I don't care about that. Listen. <laughs> no, you're lying. No, 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 you can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> I ain't responsible for them going to school. That's their parents' shit. Get their asses to school. Get their asses to school. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, wait, did that. Let me hit this. Yes. All right. One by <clears throat> me, 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 me. All right. Okay. Welcome everyone to the Black Culture Geeks Podcast. This is my man SPJ. You and my sis Chrissy. Hey. And I am Tombstone's a dead man. And we are just a few geeks talking about pop culture from a black perspective. Facts. Facts indeed. So one of the best things about uh this show uh for me is I don't know what the fuck the the, the news story. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that because that's we actually going that's that's going to come up. Okay, bet. So yeah, you know that's what we do first. Those of you that may have left for a while and are just coming back, where well, we used to do our weekly wrap ups first. Now we do the news or whatever the topic is right. first because we ain't doing real news. <laughs> nah. Nah, not really. Nah, not really. Yeah, that's I. I well, honestly, I was about to say I wouldn't disrespect news like that. But given what news is now, no facts, bro. <laughs> facts, <laughs> facts, facts. But um, fuck out of here. Let's get into um. 
For real? I'm going to do the main one last. So the sound is a bit harder to hear me. Let me. You, what you do? I don't know. I do shit. <laughs> I, I did a little, right. I did a little bit of recording <laughs> uh, last night, and my shit was fine. Is that it? Did you turn your mic down when you recorded? No. Wow. Cause see, you used to have my um volume at a certain thing, right? Right. I never had to touch. Ah, got you, got you. Uh, let me see. Unless it's on oh, there. Oh, oh, bro. Yeah, I, I see. I see what's going on here. What happened? I see what's going. Oh no, no, I'm not talking about the uh, oh. the uh, audio. Um, thanks. Um, what did you do? Here, bro, who me? Yeah. I didn't do anything. Tim is the one with the issues. You broke um, it. You broke it. No, no, listen. Let's start with this. Um, so I'm only <laughs> vaguely. No, I literally heard. Is that why you sent that to me? No, that's not why I sent it to you. <laughs> What's up, McKenna? Hey, what I, up, I McKenna? heard only three seconds of that before I shut it off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went. But <laughs> you have to. But I do. I, but I, my take on it might be a little different. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's Are you about ahead. to torture us with it? Let's see. I have to. The people don't know. They don't know. Either the they don't, don't know. know. Okay. All right. Wait. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 We're not doing that. Um. Uh, which one is it? Here it is. Also share audio. Right there, that's what I cut it. Right there. You need to stand up. I would be out of frame. I hope you I'm okay about that. All right, all right, all right, listen, listen, no, no, because here's the thing, right, this ain't even going to be long, I just wanted to ask, why? Oh, well, well, I'm going to tell you, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you what I think, uh, why, um, because they could, that's one, uh, and, and, the, okay, you know they spent and, a lot of time. Trying to figure out whether they could, but they never contemplated if they should. They should. <laughs> listen, listen. Here's my thing on that. While I understand the reverence many of you have for that shitty song, I mean, um, <laughs> Slave is an American citizen. That song, there is nothing in the provisions that says that somebody that can sing should be the only one that will okay, sing. Okay, sure. And, 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 hold up. <laughs> and the reality of the situation is since none of those things are a requirement and they are so big on, especially a few years ago, everybody standing up, everybody doing this, everybody, well, guess what? Everybody gets to sing that shitty song. And I'm even for them re-including 
that third verse. Well, hold up, stop. No, wait, wait, wait. See, hold up. I was, I was, I was what? trying to find my way to be with you until you, <laughs> until you hit that. Like you had a sour note there. Like you, you was the only key at first. The third verse needs to be reincluded in there so people can understand the entire context of the national anthem. Thanks. I mean, that's true. I mean. I'm, they only took it out to hide shit. And what do we what do we always complain about the government hiding shit? Why would they hide shit? Well, it's because they're trying to influence well, the way you reason. feel about them. Mm. That's what right. that's what it is. They're trying to influence the way you feel about them. And Fact. that takes away choice. Yep. In a country that claims to be about liberty and freedom. So it so I say play the entire thing, all of it, and then let us. Choose. I would love for my people to choose if they respect that or not. I, I mean, mm, yo, Jonathan <laughs> said they just trying to add some flavor into the anthem. Yo, that is a bar tier, top tier joke, S tier joke. Bar. All right, moving on because I, I, I was just for shit. No, that was just for shigs. That was that was for shigs. That's for shigs. Yeah, it was just for shigs. Yeah. All right. Queen checks egg. So, Queen Latifah is not here. For academics constant disrespect of black bro, bro. Listen to me. He picked the wrong one. Here's the thing. It could have been worse. It couldn't have been worse. Unless he had went at uh Raw Digger. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm telling you, she, here's the thing. Jer- these are Jersey women, bro. They are always they not playing with him. We'll punch you in the face. Uh, punch but you here's the thing. They not always will punch you in the face. I, I just here's the thing. For it for it to get to a point, because he didn't even say anything about her. Yeah, but he, he for 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 to get to a point for Dana, yeah, to, to even, say something to you, Dana is because she don't. Dana is here. She she don't be involved in nothing, and because she's here, when yeah, you, when, when when you say this above me now, you're talking about her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying she's here. Facts. She's here. Yo, uh, let me let me read this article. Uh, as the streamers feud with Saucy Santana continues, the rap legend reacted to his comments about being canceled. The messy feud between DJ Academics and Saucy Santana doesn't have any winners. Neither of them will come out of this looking good. Now a legend has made her thoughts on the situation clear. In case you have a life and don't spend all your time following the internet nonsense, let's start at the beginning. <clears throat> Without anyone caring or asking, the streamer, Academics, decided to offer his thoughts on City Girl's new album. All right, I hate that. And we're going to talk about that more later. Okay. Fuck act, right? I want to be on record. Yeah. Fuck academics. However, you got to write down the He's a music critic in in, in a way. He yeah, can talk about not liking music. You like that right not to like something. Right. Uh, but anyway, we're going to get into that much a, a lot more later. Um he poked fun at their low sales, saying they were completely over with. <clears throat> Santana responded on his Instagram story, and things spiraled out of control from there. For those that don't know, so I see Santana and I think JT, 
E or Young Miami. I don't remember. South Santana and one of the two of them are like best friends. Mm-hmm. So um, he responded on his Instagram story and things spiraled out of control from there with threats flying back and forth between the two. This led academics to post a seemingly emotional strength. Basically, uh, from what I gather, because I didn't see all of it, but from what I gather, Saucy Santana basically told at a lot of it I can't say, right? But he effectively told at when he saw him, he was gonna beat his ass and he was gonna fuck him afterwards. Um, oh, so so here's the thing about about well, that's that's crazy. Here's, <laughs> here, here's the thing about Ak and the beat him up part, right? Is people who don't who never a lot of you guys probably never even heard of academics or seen any of the stuff you even if you heard of them, right? Right. Ak first came into the scene. It's obvious that nigga ain't never been in the streets like that. And he was talking about street shit. He was talking about right. shit that was happening in Chicago. And he made... Vic uh, Mensah checked his ass. Checked him right on air. Right on air, right? And all of that that tough talk that you, if you see some of X, uh recent stuff, uh, this big act, this all this... Yeah, it's like, none of, Was none of that the case, right? Because Didn't exist. This, and see, th- this other thing too. This is why years ago when run dmc said never let a punk get away with murder this is what right. they, they were talking about because if you let a guy who ain't never been out there like that get money and be able to build barriers between himself mm-hmm. and accountability for the shit yep. that he says about like bodyguards some of them are, are off-duty police officers whatever the case may be right they go hog wild because they ain't never been in a position where they felt protected or that they could protect themselves and now they don't know how to handle it mm-hmm. motherfuckers is all that, that's that's used to dealing with the accountability of their words and their deeds out in the street they know how to conduct themselves when they get older when you're young yeah you abuse that fact that you ain't no whore so you're going to abuse it but when you get older you grow up out of you like nah i know i can take care of myself so i don't have nothing to prove to none of these motherfuckers right he don't right. have that. He don't have that in him. And every time somebody talks about being physical with him, he goes on these sorts of wild rants on his Twitch, drinking, talking, yeah. super gangster. And it's like, Thanks. bro, I've been, I, I've seen people like you before. I've been yeah. in a room with people like you before. But that's that's not what happened this time. Oh shit! This time, um. He got on his Twitch and he was literally crying. Literally, tears were coming oh out. Of his. So he basically, was he um, I don't know. Um, so basically, this this led to academics posting a seeming, seemingly emotional stream on Wednesday night where he said, in part, I'm trying not to get canceled, but this shit does bother me. I got to sit here and just act like I don't fuck with sh- certain shit. I would never like it. Just please. Basically, he wants to call the idea of a gay man threatening him and then threatening to say what he was going to do after he beat his ass has act feeling away and he understand he now understands that does he the things yes we're gonna get to it okay. he understands that the things that he wants to say in return he can't say so um here comes the queen. She said, it's crazy to me how DJ Academics is crying. Already. Is crying 
scared to say anything to Saucy Santana because he's a gay man and he's scared of getting canceled, but has said some of the outland most outlandish, vile, disrespectful, and demeaning things to black women with absolutely no fear whatsoever. Brings me back to Malcolm X's quote, the most disrespected, unprotected, and neglected person in America is the black woman. These are the facts. Um, oh my God. I knew she was going there. Because he has said vile things about people's wives. Oh, nigga. All of that shit. And it's like, bro, it's, it would be bad for anybody to say some of the stuff he said. Mm. But when you a bitch-ass nigga Thanks. who ain't never really been out there like that and know that in any ordinary situation, you'd have got the fur tore off your ass Bruh. talking about somebody's wife like that. For you to do it now because you got money and bodyguards and this, that, and the third, and you, you kind of you feel untouchable, it, it makes you the one of the worst type of people in media, period, to do okay. shit like that. And, yeah, and he, now, now he, he got violated in this way, and he feel like he can't say nothing. For, for a lot of people, they will probably take that and go, see, that just go shows you the blah, blah, blah. i take a different opinion on it. I feel like this. Say what's on your mind, big act. Facts. Say what's on your mind. Go ahead and say All it. Facts. He said what he said. Now you mm -hmm. said what you want to say. You fear yeah. cancellation. I thought that wasn't something you cared about. Right. When you talk all this time, like you don't care about none of that. Maybe because you know there are certain people they're not going to counsel you for. And black women are one of the demographics. They're mm -hmm. not they're not going to cancel you for talking shit about black women. That's what's nope. going on. That's why you got the balls to do that. Yep. Don't take balls to do that when you know you're not going to be held accountable for it. Correct. And now the niggas can't punch you in your fucking face easily because <laughs> it can still happen, but not oh, easily, man. right? Now you feel real comfortable disrespecting Super comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. I I gotta I, see that video too because I have, bruh, bruh. I have when I say crying, I mean crying, like basically because he he has Caribbean roots. I don't know oh, if he okay. was born. I don't know if he was no, born there. Okay, so he because a part of his rant, yeah, a part of his rant was basically like, you know, I'm from the Caribbean and we over there. I could say certain things because, because, that I can't say yeah. here. Yeah. Right. And and, right. and that's the thing. but here's the other thing that he's pissed. This is the other thing that is really getting his goat. He was made to feel as violated as women. Oh. Absolutely. When guys be saying that same type of fuck Absolutely. And Thanks. he can't, but this is the reason why when you get past when you get past a certain age, mm. you should you should have the wherewithal. And 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 the, the empathy to go, oh damn, that is kind of crazy. I need to fall back from talking like that because that's sure wildest, right? Right. But you can't because you can't feel empathy for who? Right. Disrespected and unprotected demographic in the country. You can't feel no empathy for. Them. Yeah. None. Thanks. I'm like happened to you. You can't say shit. Yeah. How's that feel? <laughs> How's that feel? <laughs> Not good, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. That's why he's crying. 
<laughs> yo, <laughs> somebody posted nigger. Because because think about it, bro. Um, I'm sure this this will happen to certain people. They'll be mad, but they won't get on screen crying. Right. The reason he's crying is also because he's a fucking he has. Brett. Yeah. Don't have the only weapon he has Yo. is that mic, and he can't use it. I got 50 bucks on Suzzy. Me too. Because here's the thing. As terrible as this is, and it might sound like a joke, I'm not joking. Mm. A black man, a gay black man who grew up in the South man. can fight. Man. <laughs> he can fight because he had to fight his whole life. All my life. I <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yo, let's be honest. I saw that shit at Montgomery. Come on, you ain't doing that. Facts. Facts. Last thing about this, the uh, somebody it, they they screenshotted somebody post. The person said, "Do you know how rotten you have to be for Queen Latifah, who was known for minding her business, to call you out? Do you understand how embarrassing this is? It is bro. She stepped down off of Mount Olympus. Mount Kilimanjaro. Facts. She stepped down off of Mount Kilimanjaro to address that shit because you know her royal ear has been hearing or seeing bro. clips of him with that bullshit, yo. Nigga. All right. All right. Moving on to the to the main topic. Let's make the main thing the main thing. Ooh. All right. So this is scrapping, y'all, because it's gonna be a long one. Um, okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Viral food critic Keith Lee visits Atlanta, sparks debate around restaurant culture. Snippets about this, but I haven't dived in it. So, all right, let's do this. Lee's food reviews have helped some restaurants find success and have caused controversy around others. Viral food critic Keith Lee traveled to Atlanta to try some of the city's most what up what up most coveted food spots, as well as some of the smaller businesses that could benefit from exposure from his platform. These critiques come just less than a week after Atlanta celebrated five restaurants earning Michelin rating, rated stars. Typically, Lee's review consists of him anonymously ordering food, eating the food outside of the restaurant to maintain anonymity, giving an authentic review as he eats and rating the restaurant on a scale of 10. Almost immediately after getting off his plane to Atlanta, Lee and his family went straight to the Atlanta Breakfast Club lo located on Ivan Alley Jr. Boulevard for their first taste test. Overall, Lee expressed how the restaurant's food and customer service were acceptable. However, he explained he believed the restaurant's rules were off-putting. Initially, when the group of five were arrived, Lee said there was no space for them to order their food, and as a result, they had to order outside. Then Lee said the waitress informed him that she could not take any orders until their entire group was there. In addition, Lee said the restaurant was unable to accommodate add-ons and also required one order for the entire table. The spark This sparked a debate about Atlanta's restaurant culture in the comments of his review. One user commented, the rules alone is a huge turnoff. It's almost like they don't want to accommodate customers. Another user said, I'm so happy he was honest with this review. It shines light on how we need to do better in our establishments. 
Lee and his family's second stop was Atlanta rapper Lil Baby's establishment, the seafood menu restaurant and takeout, which opened back in July. Unfortunately, the shellfish and seafood are not cooked in separate oils, and Lee could not indulge due to his shellfish allergy. Instead, Lee allowed his wife and sister to taste test the food. The pair gave a moderate rating due to seasoning and other nuanced aspects, such as the catfish being battered too thick and the lemonades being too tart. Atlanta's Juicy Jerk restaurant found itself on Lee's radar. <clears throat> it became the third stop on the tour after the best friend of the owner, Ashley Roberts, messaged the critic via Instagram asking him to visit the restaurant. Atlanta's Juicy Jerk uh, oh, one of my best friends lost her father in a bad car accident recently, and he left her his restaurant. She's now the owner and has been working her ass off to keep the doors open. I heard you're coming to Atlanta, so this would mean absolutely everything to her if you were able to stop by and try the food. Lee and his family left a stellar review hmm. and were more than pleased with not only the food, saying it was tender and well-seasoned, but also praised the customer service. Juicy Jerk was also the first restaurant that allowed Lee to call in his order, he said. At the end of his review, Lee left Roberts a heartfelt message. I appreciate you. I don't know what it's like to lose a parent, but my heart goes out to you. My prayers go out to you. I think your father would be proud if you ask me, and I hope after this you reach your target audience. Let's, Lee's review seemingly helped Roberts' business reach more clientele. One user commented how she tried to go to Juicy Jerk but was unable. She says, I'm going to wait a week or so and try again because when I went yesterday, let's just say I couldn't even get in the door. I'm happy for her. I need those ribs, though. Um, she had uh, some, like, a jerk, a jerk rib. That sounds very interesting and very tasty. I know you don't eat pork, but that sounds very tasty. Jerk, a jerk, jerk rib. That sounds very tasty. But anyway, um... The purpose of Lee's reviews is to highlight small restaurants, some of which happen to be Black-owned businesses. But this also means bringing fair awareness to each restaurant's strengths and weaknesses. In the case of Lee's visits to The Real Milk and Honey on Main Street in College Park, the taste test went awry. After Lee claimed the staff at the Real Milk and Honey said he couldn't, they couldn't service Lee's family due to a deep cleaning, despite the doors being open and other patrons coming to pick up orders. Shortly thereafter, Lee said that the staff recognized him and attempted to service him, but he declined. But he declined due to how his family was treated. Despite this, Lee still encouraged his audience to give the restaurant grace, saying that although he had a bad experience, he that doesn't mean others will. Lee went on to say that he tries to keep his reviews as authentic as possible in response to the original The Milk and Honey social media post. The only reason why I'm making this is to show my authentic and real experiences like I always do, he said. I don't mean no harm. I don't have any malicious intent, but I always say I'm going to be 100% honest, and that comes with the good and the not so good. Okay. However, The Real Milk and Honey's response was not as graceful. In a now-deleted video... A man who appears to be the CEO condescendingly claims to not know who Keith Lee is, despite his staffer attempting to service him on recognition, sending Twitter into an uproar. Uh oh. The Royal Milk and Honey released a statement on Monday afternoon in response to the now deleted social media post. Today, we extend our apologies to all as we address a recent incident that highlighted a review from a high profile food blogger. 
In no way will we trying to discredit anyone. If the comments came across as such, kindly accept our apologies. It's crucial to always take feedback and make improvements for the success of our business and our community. We've taken time to reflect on the incident and have started internal corrective actions with our team regarding communication styles. The house rules that are circulating are outdated and current and a, and a current one is to be published soon on our social platform so everyone can see its vibe, not rules. Um, let's, let me talk about this for a second before I finish this article. Mm-hmm. All right, so first of all, mm. Keith Lee fans got in that ass, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Because yeah, he didn't respond when they put out that video. He's not going to. And, and, and you know what? Well, people people don't realize the power in that. Uh, power in well, that. We don't get to that because Rachel, Rachel about to get this work. Rachel, but anyway, um, I didn't watch that either. So yeah. Oh nigga. Um. So the other, the other thing about the part I just read was, it's cat. Not just <laughs> not just them being sorry. Not just, not just them being sorry. They said that the rules are outdated and one will be put on their social media site uh, soon, it's still not up there. It's still not on their social media. And if you go to their their website, the old rules are still there. Now, some of, you may, some of you may not remember, but we actually talked about this uh, restaurant before. I read the rules on the show. Yeah, uh, let me uh, let me get it. To... Wait, so they didn't change the rules? No, they didn't change the rules. That video you sent me, that was fake. Oh, okay. Either somebody, well, either somebody um, photoshopped that or possibly, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, um, possibly it's somebody that worked there leaked it. Because again, that's not on their website. Right. But even if that was the change. Oh, yeah, that change was stupid. Yeah, no, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good change. Um, Let me see if I I got it. Yo, because... Did I screenshot it? I did. So these are the house rules that is oh wait, no. This this is let me just go to the goddamn website. <laughs> I, oh, I, I have it up already. I have it up already. House rules. Right, I've read this before, but we're gonna go through it again. Number one, we guarantee great food. Everything else is left to chance. We try our hardest, we really do. I remember number that. two. We do not provide individual checks. However, we will allow up to three forms of payment. Number three, 18% gratuity added to parties of five or more or checks larger than $105. Number four, number four, no modifications to the top 10 brunch menu signature items. If you have, oh, this has been changed. This Uh has been changed. And it's not any better. Wait, it's not any better. It's, it's no better. Yo, all right, so this is the original one. This is the original. It's not the same. It's not the same. There are a couple changes. Yeah, they put a period. They had an exclamation point in one. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. All right, so number one is the same. Number one is exactly the same, verbatim. Number two is exactly the same. Number three used to say 18% gratuity added to parties of five or more or checks larger than $75. Now it says larger Ooh, than $105. Says larger than $105. Um, it, number four used to say no modifications to any of the menu items. If you have a food allergy, please choose another item. 
Number four now says no modifications to the top 10 brunch menu signature items. Hmm. Uh, number five on both is still be nice. Number six used to say, I know it's the same. Number six says no reservations unless you're Barack Obama. Hey, there's exceptions to every rule. Uh, number seven still says no hibernation, no table hibernation. Okay. It used to say 90 minute max. Others have to eat too. Now it says no table hibernation. Others got to eat. Get the fuck out. No, that's basically what they said. Eat and get the fuck out. Doesn't say that. It says that. I've seen that rule before, but it's usually like two hours. Right. Um, Number eight, uh, used to say if we prepare your selected item to our menu specifications, we will not remove the item from your bill. Our entrees are not samples. Thanks. And it still says that. Number nine, used to say no parties larger than four on days that end in Y. We're a small place, and when we get busy, large groups are hard to accommodate. We do not push tables together. It now says no parties larger than four on days that ends in Y. We're a small place, and when we get busy, large groups are hard to accommodate. So it took out the part about not pushing tables together, and it left out the close. It, it didn't close the parentheses. The whoever changed this shit is well. Well, here's the thing about them saying that they changed it, but not saying how they changed it. That was a stalling Here's the thing that they didn't fix. Here's the thing they didn't fix. When you, you're making these slight changes, right? And some of them, if, if they are actually effectual, some of them are actually positive changes, right? Mm-hmm. Going from 75 to 105, it's a minor thing. But it's the positive change. Um, the thing about uh, no modifications to any items moving to top 10 brunch items, small thing, but it's a positive change. The, they didn't change the contradiction. Number two, I'm sorry, number um, three, 18% gratuity added to parties of five or more. Number nine, no parties larger than four on days that end with Y. So you're not even, it's not even possible. So they didn't fix the contradiction. Let, let me read these two comments that are kind of relevant to this. So McKenna says, no modifications makes me think that either mass make and just reheat it or buy pre-made food slash mixes. Either way, not helping your business, but Stella Form, former chef, says uh, no modifications also means you're dealing with an inexperienced staff who hasn't graduated up to hey, multitasking? Both of those comments make a hell of a lot of sense given what we've heard so far. Um, and number 10, dumbasses, number 10 used to say we have no waiting area inside. Keep in mind, if, you, if you're if you on the wait list, you can receive a text when your table is ready. Maps in your car are fine. Number 10 on the new one doesn't exist. Number 11 says we have no waiting area inside. Sorry. Keep in mind, if you're on the wait list, you can receive a text when your table is ready. Maps on your car are fine. Remember, this is supposed to be fun. This is not fun. Well, let, me read, hold on. let me go back. Let me go back to their, their comment. Their comment says the house rules that, that are circling around are outdated, and the current one is to be published soon on our social platform so everyone can see it's a vibe, not rules. Uh, no. No, that says rules. Hold up, bro. Wait, hold up. Hold the fuck up. Words have meanings. See, here's the thing, right? Rule and vibe are spelled at the same letters, but they are 
the same amount of lovers, but they're not the same. Oh. Bro, it's not. That says rules. That says house rules. Say yeah, house rules. Not ho matter of fact, hold on, hold on. Let me double check. Let me double check on the new one. It says, no, it don't say house vibes. <laughs> See? It don't say it house vibes. It don't say house vibes. No, it says house rules. I give you the difference. Facts. Listen, I'll give you the difference, right? House rules, right? Is these are immutable unless there is a good reason. Well, I will give them this because because they're already bad enough. I can give them benefits of the doubt because nigga, I'm 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 searching. Um, so for instance, number seven, right? It used to be no table hibernation, ninety minute max. Changing that from no from ninety minute max to excluding ninety minute max kind of makes it not a hard rule anymore because you don't have a specific amount of time. Right. But that's not the case for all of them. That's the only one that I see so far that that's the case for. The rest of them still have very specific rules. Right. A vibe is, you know, I just popped up over Tombstone's house. He didn't seem, the vibe I was getting, he don't like people in his house. <laughs> yeah. that's a, It's a difference. Like, I don't have a, 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 a big list outside the door saying right. that shit. Right. Kind right. of get the feeling. Um, so let's see. I when I think of vibe, I just think of like an experience. Sure. That rule, those rules are not. That's not a vibe. Right. Uh, it takes away from the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um. So let me see. Okay, finishing the article. Lee received an email from the son of the owner. Uh, and I love this article because it gives the good reviews as well as the bad reviews that he gave. Because everything that I had been saying so far was only giving the bad reviews that he gave when he was in Atlanta. Um, yo, that's funny. That's, I mean... <laughs> Anyway, Lee received an email from the son of the owner of the dining experience in Fairburn asking him to come try their food. On arrival, Lee noticed both the parking lot and restaurant were empty. He was determined to find out why. Lee found that the food exceeded his standards and the customer service was some of the best he'd experienced in a long time. Lee strongly felt the reason behind the emptiness was a lack of marketing and expressed that he hopes his review will help alleviate that in the future. This is the best brunch I've had since I've been here, and it's not even close in my opinion, he said. At the end of this experience, he tipped $1,000 on the bill and gave another $1,000 to the waiter who served his family. Well, that's so that's that's not entirely what happened. Because I saw this video. What he did was he tipped a thousand dollars, and the dude that served him was like, This for everybody, right? And because he asked that, Keith was like, Okay, split that between everybody else. Here, you take this thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, because you thought to ask. Right. Um since his review, many users on social media say they have seen the parking lot at this particular place busier than ever. The latest review posted Saturday evening consistently enjoying the bodega on Main Street in College Park, calling it nostalgic fun. Although Keith Lee's tour around Atlanta has put a spotlight light on flaws in Atlanta's restaurant culture, his reviews have also resulted in significant visibility and new clientele for small businesses around the city who are trying to make their restaurant dreams a reality. Also, God damn it. So 
for some, I don't know why they left this part out. When he left uh, the real milk and honey, apparently somebody that works for, I think the name of the restaurant was Old Lady Gang. Um, somebody who works for them, it's owned by uh, Candy. Um, and yeah. And they told him, like, you should come check this out, blah, blah, blah. He had effectively the same issues that he had at the Real Milk and Honey at Old Lady Gang. And he sent his family in. They basically was like, no, we, we, it's going to be this amount of time. He walks in. They're like, okay, it'll be five minutes. And he basically made the same video that he made for the Real Milk and Honey. He said, all right, um, I'm at such and such. I got it. Let's try it and rated one through 10. As you can see, I don't have any bags in my hand. That's because I couldn't get served. And then he explains what happened. So Candy handled this with much more grace. Well, she's definitely media trained. Right. She handled this with much more grace than the real Milk and Honey did. Um, and she basically said, yeah, we'll, we'll look at this stuff and hopefully another time we'll, we will actually get a chance to serve you again. So okay, cool. You said what you were supposed that's to how, say. Yeah, yeah, that's how you that's how that's supposed to go. All right. I've Let eaten me, that milk honey, by the way. I'm not a fan. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Um milk so, and honey or the real milk and honey. Oh, no, no, I, no, 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 no. I went to the milk and honey. And I didn't see real on that motherfucker. Yeah, no. Wait, oh wait, when did you go? When you went to Dragon Con? No, 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 no. Um there's one here in Maryland. That is the real milk and honey. Okay. Right. Yeah, they are the I, same. Okay, because when I worked at when I lived in Laurel, that's yeah. the last time I lived. So apparently what happened is it was a husband and wife and they started milk and honey, mm -hmm. but they split. When they split, the one who kept the business changed it to the real milk and honey. Uh, and the other okay. one has a restaurant called Milk and Honey. I okay. was wondering if there was any relationship. Yeah, okay. those are both in Atlanta, okay. but the real milk and honey has a a a franchise here right so like when um years ago on saturday morning cartoons some motherfuckers had a nerve to create a cartoon called the ghostbusters but they weren't the mm -hmm. ones we seen in the movies and then when the ghostbusters so now you see her, real ghostbusters, real right. ghostbusters on there. right exactly all right um Which so was that was a dope show by the way here's a another article as an atlanta from the grill um as an atlanta native i agree with keith lee our restaurants need to do better. Here's a list of things they need to fix. I must admit, I wasn't familiar with Keith Lee until a few days ago when I came across his now viral The Real Milk and Honey Me post on TikTok. I immediately thought, this brother is spot on. I am Atlanta native, born right downtown at then Georgia Baptist Hospital. Both sides of my family are still there. I wouldn't want to claim any other city as my permanent home. I will usually defend Atlanta to the nine when it comes to the criticism we often get. However... I have to agree with Keith Lee. Many of the Black-owned restaurants here will test your patience, and oftentimes the celebrity-owned restaurants are the biggest offenders. I, for one, was excited to visit Candy Burris's Old Lady Gang restaurant, despite many of the mishaps I heard about in the media over the last few years. And I hear you, Candy, about not having the bandwidth for go-to or for to-go orders on weekends at your current locations. What your post didn't address is your staff prioritizing certain patrons over others. That's oh. not cool. 
we're playing and we're paying and posting. So don't forget about the little people. Much like Old Lady Gang, there are great restaurants in Atlanta with good concepts, but there are some recurring themes that should be addressed. Here are the few that made my list. I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm just going to read the list. Are you open or not? <laughs> Number two. 18% gratuity already included. These are obviously these are the issues that she has with them. Number two, 18% gratuity already included. Number three, being forced to dine and dash. Number four, that's about the whole no uh no uh no sitting down. Right. And, yeah. yeah. Um number four, if I wanted to go to the club, I would have gone to the club. Number five. Well, I just gotta say that McDonald's has a better um... that's funny. Shut up. I, I have to pay now. I have to pay now how much to park in your parking lot. Um, <laughs> ain't no more green beans. Ma'am, can I see your... I'm going to read this one. Last but certainly doing the most. Can y'all please have these women put on some clothes? I don't mean the patrons. I mean the waitresses and bartenders. I don't want to see your boobs, your belly, and especially not your behind. I know it's hey, big. Hey, hey, hey. Now, look. There's a lot Wait, of things. Let, decided, let, you're not doing that. Let he's editorializing. God damn it. Let them wear what the fuck they want. No, I can't I can't be with you on this one because it depends. I don't know how egregious they being with this shit. So I, I, mean, I I'm pretty I can't, sure they're not doing stripper shit. They probably got some Daisy that. Dukes or some you shit. You don't know that. You, sound you don't know that. My daughter. You don't know that. I'm just saying, you don't know that. Um uh, I don't want to see your boobs belly, especially not your behind. I know it's big, and I realize good money was spent for them, but I don't want to see them. <laughs> Yo, Yo. the level of petty right here. The level of petty right here. Like, Yo, but I don't want to see them while I'm eating this cold salmon and, and sweet potato mash that I really didn't come here for. In no, fact, to be perfectly honest, I don't want any of this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let me let me move yo, on because again, we got a lot. Yo, yo, she, 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 no, it's a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. She, yeah, she out of line. Um, all right. So, obviously, if you can, you can infer, but I'll say it anyway. Most of the cover, not most, a lot of the coverage and conversation about this has been backlash. Yes, because of the negative reviews that he gave. So, if you hear me say somebody is. I'll get to that later. Uh, I stumbled across a man's live. Actually, no, let's do it now. If you ever hear me say somebody is too pro-black, mm -hmm. too pro-black, mm -hmm. the following examples are the extremes of what I'm talking about. So I was on TikTok, and I saw this man doing a live. When I got there, this was the exchange. He said, now, why would y'all let the opinion of one man stop y'all from going to a restaurant? Y'all don't know how to think for yourselves? Why would you let another person influence your decisions like that? Let's stop right there. You, sir, are dumb. According to data from various market research sources for 2021, the online review market is estimated to be worth $8 billion with an annual growth rate of about 15%. That's all. So clearly, this is a thing. So he had people it's calling to his house. That nigga, it's been a it's thing been since been pimping, since been pimping. Um, so he had people calling into his life. Somebody responds to him and says, you're a hater. And that question you asked doesn't make sense. He says, oh, I'm a hater. Where are you from? Dude says where he's from. He says, I'm about to show you how much of a dick rider you are. He does some Googles. 
he says, well, there were 836 homicides by gun there. He then proceeds to name the names on the list of victims one by one and asks Dude if he knew any of them. Dude doesn't know any of them. Once he got through like five, he says, now you on the internet defending this man you've never met, but you won't defend these people who died in your own city. Yo, I, listen, all get, bro, uh, bro, see, all that. We 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 gotta we, we gotta address something real fast. And it's it's a sticking point of mine. It's been that way for a while. I've been seeing it. I've commented on it. Some of y'all have the worst arguments. Some of y'all will try to connect something about a banana to a hyena, and then say, "See, some of y'all." are horrible at this shit. And it's one thing back in the day when, look, I'm going to keep it real, most of y'all were bad at it, but no. they didn't have social media for what to be highlighted. Right. It, it, didn't, it didn't get so concentrated. Bro, just the volume of bad arguments, shoddy premises, <laughs> faulty conclusions that I see on a online and it ain't even just online. No, I'm seeing in, in, in the news media too. Like, okay. yo, y'all are terrible. You're saying terrible. black people were murdered in your city and you're defending this man that you don't know? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Those two have no correlation at all. You don't know what that man has done. You have no idea what that man has done. Right. What are you talking about? And that, I, this is going to come off more a bit. I know. I understand. Niggas die every day. They did. They did. What you mean you're not defending them? Defending what? Nothing. No, what do you, no, I think you misunderstood. What he meant is dude didn't put on a cape and cow and go out there and <laughs> the death. He didn't stand on a rooftop overlooking the city skyline saying the city oh. needs me. He didn't oh, do that. God. He didn't have no. a battering. He, he didn't parade some prepubescent uh, teenager um, yeah. in front of machine guns in a leotard. Right. He right. didn't do that. That's so funny. That's what he meant. Yo, yo, but Kenneth said debate should be a regular class everyone has to take. If you can't formulate an argument, you shouldn't be yes. in the conversation. I mean, no, I, can't, I, yo, I, I can't disagree. I bro, can't disagree these, with that. Needs, yo, then these societies run off laws. Bruh. This should be a law. Like, I'm listen, no, we we gotta stop that, bro. Cause I think that shoddy way of thinking is what gets us into wars. That shoddy mm. way of thinking is what makes people make stupid decisions to commit crimes mm. and, and commit violent acts against other people based on some shit that don't connect and they somehow they got yo, Absolutely. that's a serious core issue, bro. Absolutely, one thousand percent. Y'all um, fucking suck at this. It, it makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. Yo, 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 when I saw this shit, I was like, yo, what is happening? <laughs> yo, yo, McKenna said, unless this is the Spider-Man of Atlanta, I think he <laughs> All right, all right, all right, so moving on, moving on. Um, also, oh, wait, no, no, no. We have a, we have a Twitter post about this. God damn God damn it. Uh, this motherfucker. I swear. She almost got dumbass of the week, but somebody else had to get it because they was they was wilding. Um she says, <clears throat> fuck Keith Lee. 
You can, stop, 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 stop. Now, whatever, listen, whatever, whatever negative marks that we are going to give her for the rest of that, I got to respect the motherfucker that start that shit off. Gangster. Yo, yo, wait, 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 wait. She says, "Fuck Keith Lee." Um, you can screenshot to the this to him if you like. I don't understand how this shit person feels. It's his mission to go around bad mouthing black owned businesses. Who hurt him? He doesn't. It's do not that. at all what he does. It's not what he does. Not even close. You can't tell him to stop it. The funny it's thing, yo. So the funny, the the ironic thing about this, she probably, you know how what happened. Like when you on Twitter, and they they end up roasting you. You so a lot of people, what they will do is post a bunch of random shit just so they can get get it down in their timeline. Yeah, so nice. I'm I'm scrolling. I'm trying to get. Basically, she went off. Oh, I didn't see this one. He says, bad service and public establishments has been happening for years. I'm not sure things will change that behavior. Most businesses often don't survive. They can hire consultants to help them or close up shop. None of that has anything. Shut the fuck up. You're being, you're being disingenuous now. Right. Um, so, God damn it. If I can find... Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's stupid. She, yo, she... Talking about gishgalop. Yeah, see, yo, this this is the other thing. Listen, who do you who the fuck do you think you're fooling? But now that I ask that, I also remember the fact that it's a lot of y'all. So it's probably a lot of y'all that's being fooled by just tossing all this shit. It's, the equivalent, it's the equivalent of what 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 gorillas do, right? Bruh. When they Bruh. are threatened, they start grabbing branches, leaves, mm -hmm. and soil, and tossing them in the air. Up, they stand up, they stand And then they do all this shit. This is what I see y'all doing with this gishgalop. Well, yo, there's another have an answer. People might not like a stance you take on a particular issue or matter, so stop caring what they think. Shut the but fuck wait, up. You, Again. You didn't like Keith Lee's... Yo, I just no, need... Wait, wait, wait. It, it gets more contradictory. It gets more contradictory. Um... Damn, if I could, yo, she posts so much shit. equals get some haters. Yeah. Bruh, she posted so much shit. You sure she ain't dumbass of the week? No, yo. She not dumb. There's a very there's a very specific reason why she's not dumbass of the week. Okay. Okay. Um yo, I can't even I can't even find it. I'm not about to keep wasting time on her. Basically, um, because I wanted to get verbatim, but fuck her. I don't care about quoting her correctly anymore. Um Basically, she was like, um, I don't understand why y'all mad at me about an opinion. Yo, I just, I, I need y'all to Wait. stop. <laughs> yo, this is, yo, you know, I literally just had, I, you, aren't you mad at me? I literally just had um this irritate, this headache that came from irritation of hearing something like that. Bro, people can get mad at what the fuck they get mad at, right? Oh, you got mad at Keith Lee's fucking opinion. Right. Right. Now you tell these people they can't get mad at yours. This is what I'm talking about, about the levels of inconsistency. Yo, this basic, basically, what I'm starting to, to, to understand is Earth, this sector of the cosmos, this is the rubber room. And, yeah. and like, 
all any other civilizations out there, they're the reasonable, rational, which is why they don't really fuck with us. They might come and watch every, <laughs> every now and then, and they then they keep going. Yo, this this is the day room in an insane asylum. Thanks. People are fucking nuts. And now I got a question myself. How <laughs> did I get here? No, no, no. All right, hold up. Move, move. No, no, no. You Can think you're upset now. You think you're upset now. Wait, wait. Just just wait. <laughs> so, also, Rachel is stupid. Uh, unfortunately, the more I watch <laughs> the Higher Learning podcast, yeah, the more yeah. I start to legitimately hate Rachel. Bro, I peeped, uh, I peeped, I peeped that a, a little while ago. Like, she, she's not holding her weight on that show. No. And hold up. Before I get into this, part of it is Van's fault. I don't think Van has enough skill with arguing with no shut your team. I hate you so much. I didn't even look, I didn't even go to it. I didn't even go to it. I know what you just said in the private chat. Anyway, uh Van, I don't think Van is a skilled enough debater, just debater, not because he slam dunks on on people that are like like bigots and shit like that. Yeah, but he adds in ad homonyms and all that other type shit. I don't think he's a skilled enough debater. Right. Right. I don't think he's a skilled enough actual debater to rein her in as much as she needs to be reined in. Also, I think he's very conscious of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. For him, you know what I'm saying? You can't just be on there telling a black woman she's wrong every single time she opens her mouth. Even if she's wrong almost every single time she opens her mouth. <laughs> all right, all right. So Rachel effectively said that Keith shouldn't have put the videos up and that him telling people not to attack the restaurants he is viewing reviewing is hypocritical and, and, quote, talking out of both sides of his mouth because that's what he's doing. When Van pushes back and explains that Keith is a food critic and it's literally a part of what he does, wait, wait, her response was, but he didn't talk about the food. Van said, because he couldn't get any. Oh, stop. Stop it, Joe. <laughs> so uh, let, a few years ago, before the pandemic dropped a huge uh, dinosaur-killing-sized asteroid on our plans, Right. Me and SBJ had a plan. We were going to start this show. Mm -hmm. It was going to be a, a kind of a housing show, and we was going to do a pilot. And we were going to focus on not just the house itself, not just uh, the 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 how many square feet, how many rooms, all stuff, but we were going to focus on the area around yeah. it. Right. Because that's important when people move. It's not just the house they're moving to, they're moving to the area. So are there any yep. hospitals near there? Are there any schools in there? And we were gonna make it fun. And we really wanted to do it because back then him and I was seriously on this house shit. Bruh, yes. look at it, look at these rooms, look at this, this, that, and the third, right? Some things come with the whole review. You can't there just you. give the review on how the food tastes when you walk in there and there's a rat. Right Cause now, you gotta talk about that too. <laughs> That's part of it. What the fuck are you talking about? All facts, all facts, one thousand percent. So, first of all, Rachel didn't know who. Excuse me. Come get me up out of here. <laughs> you did not. Got that hey, 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 
First of all, <laughs> Rachel didn't know who Keith Lee was, which is fine. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't know who he was. In the past, in the past, I would have made the complaint that she should have been prepared to talk about him, but as the producer of a podcast, I know that stance is a tiny bit idealistic. Tim and I don't talk about topics before the show. Nine times out of ten, I don't even tell him what the topics are. Right. Hell, the only reason Chrissy has any idea what I'm going to talk about when she's on is either she's experienced it with me or I won't give her details about something because I know she's going to be on the show. Right. Me calling my previous stats idealistic, though, is not giving Rachel a pass. What I'm saying is that I can't confirm that the blame for that rests solely on her. I don't tell too most of the topics, but I know my partner. I have an idea of things he is and isn't familiar with right. because we're actually friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I have an idea of what he is and isn't familiar with. Whenever I imagine that he isn't familiar with something that's going to be on the docket and I know I or the article won't be able to provide enough context, I give him a heads up. Far enough in advance for him to be able to get some knowledge. So I don't know if it's her fault. I don't know if it's Van's fault. I don't know if it's somebody else connected to the podcast fault. Um, Hold so on. You don't know? I don't think Van... I don't think we can necessarily blame Van for this because... But I don't know if he's the producer of the podcast or Oh, not. got you. But That's what that, I mean. That take right there of hers that a food critic hates us. Wait, 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 wait. So you don't know who he is? Cool. Somebody dropped the ball, but not necessarily you. At this point, though, it's disingenuous for you to take such a hard stance against you Keith Lee. Because you don't know who he is. You don't know what he does. Second, you didn't even know he was a food critic. What you bruh, Oh, I get it. She thought he was the wrestler, Keith Lee. You no. Still, no. no. Second, at one point she says, quote, I it would be one thing if he just made the video. But then for him to say, quote, this isn't anything to talk bad about the restaurant. What's the point of making the video then? Because he wasn't trying to bury their business. <laughs> he was just, yo. Wait, wait, wait. So at another point, she specifically mentions the fact that he tells people not to attack the restaurant and that it was his, it was only his experience. Right. In response to that dumbass line of thinking, let me say this. If you're someone complaining about someone expressing their dislike of a thing and your entire online presence is not <laughs> nothing but positivity. You're a fucking hypocrite. A fucking but hypocrite. also, yeah. if you are someone complaining about someone expressing the dislike of something and your entire online presence is nothing but positivity, you're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not how life works. At all. Right. Right. So the next episode they did, because they do two a week, the next episode they did, there was an update because since then, Keith Lee had posted a video basically expressing to people that he doesn't, he don't play him or his family being threatened because of this whole thing. Rachel does say that that's not cool. But when Van asked her if she wanted to address anything else she said on the last episode, she says no. And she basically stands on what she said because she gave her disclaimers about not knowing who he was. But of course, she lacks the awareness to understand that those very things she said Keith should not have said were his disclaimers. Yo. <laughs> Yo. 
so 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 we're back at so we're you see this is circular this is circular so you see we started out not 20 minutes ago talking about how some of y'all have the worst argumentation the worst presentation <laughs> on terms of conclusions and all of shit we went full circle with her completely but you put me here what the fuck? <laughs> the aliens didn't put you to. Listen, this is a rubber room, man. This is a madhouse. I'm a madhouse. All right, now I gotta now I gotta show you. A... So anybody that used to watch the NFL, uh, one of the biggest personalities that used to be a player, his name is his his original name is Chad Johnson. Um. He changed his last name because his nickname was Ocho Cinco, so he officially changed his last name to Ocho Cinco. Should change his first name. Well, I'm Chad. <laughs> That's facts. Um, well, here are his thoughts on oh, on Keith Lee's review. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't like the critiquing of our restaurants. And and having people and, and 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 talking bad about our goddamn businesses and okay. like oh, you know okay. how hard you know how yeah. hard it is and I get it. for us to Ocho. even get in the food industry and to have Ocho. our own restaurant and so like, what are we doing? Don't ask me. Don't ask me to come to your house and then ask me what I think about it without giving me asking me to give you my honest opinion. Nobody asked. Lot, nobody asked for that. Ocho, nobody asked for that. A lot of these people listen. A lot of these a lot of these restaurants do DM him, ask him to come. But he wants to go on a lot of times. He wants to go on and out and give people. That's what he is. He's a food critic. He's turned himself into a food critic. It's okay. Are we turning something? Resume. What are the qualify? What are what are the qualifications of being a food critic? Go to a restaurant and do you like the food? Did you like the stuff? Wait <laughs> <laughs> time. Like that's all you got to do. How about go do that at Maestro's? Go do that shit at Chris Roof. Go do it at Poppy Steak. Go do it at fucking Zuma. Go do it at goddamn. Go do it at that. Name one of the restaurants you go to in LA. Name one. Where you and Selena Gomez went? Where y'all went? What's the name of the restaurant y'all went to? I don't forget no. You know. I, you know. I, I, I honestly forgot because go, I had go, I had never I have never been there before. Go do it at day restaurants and give them the bad press and the bad all the bad. Ocho, 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 Ocho. Because you're black doesn't mean you're above criticism. I'm not saying you're above anything, but go go do it there. It's you it's hard. Just to say that. It you did just say that. Literally. So in other words, so if he got bad service, he's supposed to just let that slide. Service wasn't bad. Service wasn't bad. Service wasn't. It wasn't. I ain't never had bad. And even if, even if the service was bad, they might be having a bad day because some of the goddamn idiots they don't have to deal with. Ocho, 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 honestly, in the customer service business, you can't have a bad day. Because think about what you just said. Customer service. Do you know what it's like dealing with some of these people? You shouldn't get in that business. Day. Do not get into the customer service business if you can be easily perturbed by having a bad day. Well, sometimes you need a job. And sometimes that... All right, I'm gonna stop it there because Chad finally starts making a little bit of sense, and we're not here for that. Um, I, I'm, no, because no, the reason why I'm not here for it, anything he said that did make sense is because the whole kit and caboodle of niggas. He said we <laughs> got the one thing, but we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing yo, that. I'm like, yo, all right, let's follow this train of logic. No. <laughs> no, no, listen, hold up. Let's follow this train of logic. His argument is that in order for you to be a fool critic, you should have had to gone to culinary school. 
So that's 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 the dumbass question no. a lot of people are asking. Wait, wait, wait. That's the dumbass question a lot of people are asking. But these people that open these restaurants, they aren't chefs. Right. They, and objectively, who would benefit more from having gone to culinary school? The person who is responsible for providing people with food or the person who eats it and talks about whether they like it or not? Bro, the idea. <laughs> the idea that, that it, it would require somebody to go to culinary school to simply, zero say, sense. <laughs> to simply say, hey, yo, this shit was undercooked. Right. Hey, hey, hey yo, they took oh, too long. So- to, to, your point. to your point, I have a screenshot. Some random person. Actually, I don't know if they're random or not because they have a blue check, but it's Twitter, so I don't know if they bought it or if they actually... Yeah, yo, I don't know. No the person who responded to him, the person who responded to him is a person. Like, it's a celebrity. But the original person, I don't know. The original person says... He wasn't being as disingenuous as the other people to ask this question. Okay. He says, Keithley seems like such a humble, personable, and giving person. I guess my only question is, what background does he have in culinary to make such an impact as a food critic? Or do you have to have a culinary background? I thought he was a previous MMA fighter. We're going to get to that in a second. So this guy, um, Kalen Allen, I don't know if any of y'all know him, but he is a celebrity. He, Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's he known. Yo, he didn't start eating food or going to restaurants until after he stopped being in the MMA. Kayla's response is, this is what people don't understand. When judging a cooking competition show, I am not sitting there as a trained culinary professional. I am sitting there as an everyday person with taste buds. Because if you are a chef, <laughs> because if you are a chef, most people you serve are not culinary experts. They know two sides. The food is either good or bad. Keith never said he was a culinary expert, but he built a following because he is a daily customer. You don't have to go to culinary school to know if something is bland, if something is overcooked, or if the customer service is terrible. The issue is everybody wants to run a business just so that they can feed their egos and be a boss, but not getting the proper education or training to do such things. Um, so do you mean no. to tell me that none of these people go and look on review sites before they go eat? It's impossible. Like, none of y'all. It's impossible. Google, nothing. There's no way. Like, what? Typically, typically, um, the things they're asking of people like Keith Lee to have to do before they can give their opinion on the fucking restaurant. Because again, his opinion is his experience, and nobody is saying that you have to go off of his shit. But if you're looking for some insight into somebody that's been already, then you go to people like him. But they're saying that people have to literally go to school. There's no way. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Also, also, I watch a lot of cooking content from chefs. They don't agree on shit. Yeah, see, which is the other thing. But I will say this. Uh, experts disagreeing on shit is a little different than fucking rubes. No, no, no. My point. No, no, no. The point that I'm making is... If the ones that have gone through culinary school are right. having just as much of a difference of opinion, yeah. then it, clearly that doesn't fucking matter. It, that doesn't matter. And yo, the strongest point there, I believe, was the fact that um, the average person that goes and experiences these restaurants is on the culinary school no. and is not a chef. So no. the, the value of having someone that doesn't have any of those things either going into a restaurant and saying, hey, this was my experience there is valuable to the vast majority of us that never went to cooking school 
or Thanks. wasn't or wasn't born with the cooking gene, like Thanks. that goddamn uh, uh, SBG. I mean, I'm, I, listen, listen, here's what it is. It's a it's, 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 it's a curse and a blessing. <laughs> oh, I bet you would say that. Um, so here's the other thing: all of these people with their non animosity. That's and, facts, uh, McKenna. She said the fact that he gives oh, reviews, good or bad, that, is what lands him credibility. That yeah. gives him credibility. Yeah. Um, all these people with their animosity and and making threatening remarks towards Keith. Um, either you're just thumb thugging or you stupid. I'm talking about the everyday people. Yeah. See, yeah. he isn't just some guy who happened to blow up on TikTok. Yeah, He's a trained professional fighter who happened to blow up on TikTok. This this screenshot says it all. It's from a, a TikTok. And in the caption, it says, some folks just have to learn the hard way. The 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 bigger caption says, it's people who genuinely think they could beat Keith Lee, a professional fighter in a fight. Imagine getting knocked out by a bruh and he posts a video review on how trash your hands are. Listen, this is the academic effect. Thanks. Thanks. Y'all know y'all ain't got no hands. I'm put this, I'm putting on a record. The vast majority of you motherfuckers can't fight. Yo, it's not even that, right? Cause 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 hear me up. Hear me up. A professional boxer might get caught. Yeah, he can get snuggling. No, 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 I'm not even talking about boxing. Okay. In the street, they might get caught by somebody who out wrestled them. Yeah. It's a that's not the discipline. Right, right. Uh, uh, prof- uh, pr- not pr- not pro wrestler as in pr- sports entertainment, but uh, Olympic <laughs> style wrestler Listen. Listen. might get out. Was talking street. about them too. Motherfuckers was talking about them in a bar. LL Cool J was in a bar with his bodyguard some years ago down there in Florida, and his pe- his people got into a fight with them professional wrestlers, and he was like, "Listen, listen to me." Oh no, they tough as shit. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Hear me out. Hear me out. The only reason I say that is because they are more. They're actually more akin to MMA fighters than they yes, are to facts. That's a fact. Olympic that's a fact. wrestlers. Because Olympic wrestlers, again, that's their discipline. They're yeah. not necessarily trained in anything else. That's right. But if you run up on a, a, a pro a pro wrestling or you run up on an MMA, they do everything. person is not going to be able to do nothing yeah. with them. Yo, that's what I mean by <laughs> being able to fight. So when we was growing up, especially in my generation, that was, you was known hands right right but even even amongst the 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 community people there was a select few that had the most hands out of everybody it was literally yo you do not want to fuck with i don't want to say it's his name there's one dude right, in particular right, right? Right. right you don't want to fuck with him because even the dudes that profess to have hands and we've seen that they do have hands can't fuck with him and a lot of this came from the street fight element it was it was uh valued back then so people got good. Most of these people didn't train in a fucking gym. They didn't have a, a fucking boxing coach and shit like that. Right. And I would still say that those people can't fight either because there's a certain thing to yeah. being trained to fight. Yes. You know how to fight. You probably could take care Absolutely. of yourself. You probably could do really well. But you right. wasn't trained to do that. No. Right? It's a difference. And y'all be getting online talking to people who, who have been <laughs> crazy as a motherfucker. And no. I'm like, 
No, this man will beat the stuffing out of that egg. All shit down your leg. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't rumble. No, that's the most amusing part about this. All those people talking tough about Keith. Okay. Okay. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Coach Calvin. Mm. Me and Coach Calvin worked at uh, Sizzlers, right? And this is before the blow up with, 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 uh, tank and all of that. Right, shit. right, right. Calvin always kept a smile on his face. He always was jovial. He always was, unless you, you pissed him off on some right, work right, shit, right. then he's going to do his manager thing, right? But people would run their mouth and they would say shit. He would smile, just do this shit. You know why? Because Calvin would beat dog shit out of, down the leg out of everybody that walked through that motherfucking door, right? And he knew it. So right. he didn't have to come off as tough. He didn't have right. to do the, just the, like, yo, I, I know. Look, I know. Nigga, you ever you ever see Mike Tyson do interviews? Oh my! You see God. how how vulnerable he is? Yeah, because yeah. he know. He knows. There's nothing he you knows. can do. And like, you ever you ever seen somebody test him and he warned them? Yes, it's still polite. Nigga. Right, it's still because he, <laughs> he know what he can do. He knows right. what he can do, right? And I've seen this with trained boxers before. People that know how to fight, they're not trying to get into no shit because they know what no. the fuck they can do. And they know right. they're going to, they're going, this jail time, it's court, mm-hmm. this motherfucker's trying to sue. Right. It's all kinds of shit that come with that shit. So they be polite as shit. It's only you handsless motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers that only have did you just say niggas sans hands niggas sans hands it's all it's always you niggas you, you niggas that only have wrists and elbows and shit it's always you motherfuckers getting on line. My elbows. elbows contribute to fights too they don't know how to use them no. either they don't know how to use them either it's always you motherfuckers with shoulders and shit. Y'all the only, y'all the only ones that no lie talking that shit. Yo, all right, all right. Move, 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 move. I gotta get to this dumbass of the week. I gotta get to this dumbass of the week. So the reason that you heard me talking about the one lady, you like, how is it possible that she didn't get dumbass of the week? Well. <laughs> The reason that is possible is there was a person, and I'll tell you who at the end, because that is, that's the reason why this is the dumbass of the week. So somebody on Twitter says, artists complaining about having to make 15-second clips with their iPhone to, mo- to promote their songs are so entitled. It's easier than ever to get your music heard and seen. You don't have to spend thousands on music videos, radio, etc. And y'all bitch and moan about taking a selfie video. We get it. You don't want it that bad. Somebody responds to him and says, them 15 second selfie videos don't work for everybody, though. Like if it was as simple as making a video lip sync your track, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would be on. The original person says. "Um, Well, your music also has to be great. That's the understood disclaimer to all my advice. The problem is that no artist thinks their music is the problem. So even having that combo is useless. Also, a lot of people are on because it is that simple once your music is great. So someone responds to him and says, everyone ain't from ATL, NYC, or LA. Keep that in mind. He replies back. 
What year do you think it is? Oh, the internet has connected. The internet has connected the world, shrunk it, and blurred all state and country lines when it comes to putting your music out. Press upload, bro. It doesn't matter where the <laughs> fuck you are. Someone <laughs> says to him. Someone, so, someone says that they, they, they reply back, bro, how you going to tell me? And this is the part that makes him the dumbass of the week. Again, I ain't tell y'all who he's talking to yet, but bro, how you going to tell me? I've been putting my shit out for five plus years with not much to speak of. I'm from Tampa where no one ever made it national doing this shit. I've posted multiple EPs, singles, covers, etc. Doing all, doing it all myself. So again, how you going to tell me about what I know? Guy, the, the other person, the other, wait, the other person re responds and says, I just listened to your pen music. It's not good enough. Keep working on your craft. The issue isn't your zip code. Now, the reason that this motherfucker is dumbass of the week, because the person he was talking to, Russ. Yo. One of the biggest independent, independent artists, of, artists time. of all times, yo. <laughs> yo, yo. You're, 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> The, the the amount of self defeat. Actually, <laughs> actually, me and SPJ had a conversation earlier this week uh -huh. about independent artists and how yep. a lot of them are untrainable and uncoachable. Right? Um, they, they like like literally they will make complaints about well, it's because it's where I, it's where I'm from, bro. I'm I'm here to tell you right now, I ain't from no place super special. I'm from fucking Emerson right. Village. Right. Emerson fucking village in Baltimore City. This nigga sitting here complaining about he did this for five years. Nigga, I was making music for almost 30 years before I got an audience. Right. So I don't want to hit yo. Your the, the first thing that we gotta dispel, and you I thought by now that if you do this, you already know this. It's not about where the fuck you're from anymore. No, it hasn't been more. that. It hasn't been that in years and years and years. Yeah. Listen, that was a complaint me and Sean and a lot of other Baltimore artists had years ago because you literally had to get the fuck up, get on a bus or a plane, and go to another city and, right. and then sometimes sit in the lobby of a fucking record company for days sometimes when a motherfucker decides whatever. And they then they made the law against... Um, you sending unsolicited material there. Yeah, it didn't stop people from doing it. Right, right, right. But but that means your shit would most likely come there and go in a fucking basket somewhere and not get fucking listened to. These mm -hmm. days with the with with the internet changed everything. I know yep. for me personally, it changed everything because all I had to do was put some music out on YouTube. People heard it, and then some people that had large followings on YouTube. Wanted to use it for their right. videos and then gave my channel a shout out. And then next thing you know, one of my songs is used as an intro on some sh local show in Texas. All right? right. Like, this is not from me traveling no motherfucking way. I was literally in the corner of my house in Laurel at the time. Right. Making these songs and just hit upload. That's why I thought that was so <laughs> funny when dude said, no, just hit, just hit upload. Because he's right. Listen. Markets get saturated. Um, it's not one hundred percent about whether or not your music is great all of the time. No, no, but there should be no. elements in it right. that are great that uh, that attract people's ear. You know, it could be your imagery, how you say the stuff that you say, your voice. It could be the type of beats you make or choose. It could be a, a, your hooks. Your verses could be garbage, but your hooks might be the shit, and the beat might be hard, and that might be enough. 
right? Right. But whatever it is, it's definitely not about where the fuck you're from anymore. It's not. And Yo. you complain that the five year, oh, five year, nigga, I did five years standing on top of my fucking head. <laughs> Yo, fuck out of here. This nigga told the biggest independent artist of all time. Yo, Russ, Russ is so big that they recently changed RIAA rules mm -hmm. because of him. Mm -hmm. for, for, for those who don't know what the RIAA is, that's the place that tells you if you certified platinum, certified yes. gold, certified yes. Yeah, they recently had to change rules because yeah. Russ was doing so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you don't Floyd you Mayweather. don't get to say anything to him. Floyd Mayweather's you? father said this shit. And he said, <laughs> you don't know shit about boxing. I'm saying to this kid, <laughs> you don't know shit about the music industry. Nothing. Bruh. Nothing. Nothing. Yo, when I first came across it, I was like, cool, because I, I don't follow Russ. So I didn't know what his uh, handle was. So I'm, and, and it's not a picture of him either. So I'm like, this is an interesting debate. So I'm clicking the back to go to the beginning of it and I see where it starts. And I'm like, and I look at the name and I see Russ in the title. And I'm like, hold up. Is that the that, Russ? Like, Russ? The Russ? <laughs> Yo, if you, ever watch any interviews, if you watch any interviews of Russ where he's talking about his come up and how he did what he did, it's literally a masterclass in how without record company support without a and r without none of that he literally started on fucking soundcloud b right uploading this shit to fucking soundcloud right so Yo, this nigga said to russ bro how you gonna tell me i've been doing it for five i've been years. putting my shit out for five plus years with not much to speak of then finishes finishes with Doing it all myself. So again, how you gonna tell me about what I know? Yo, Russ was making his own beats <laughs> and writing his song and uploading his shit. That's literally what, bro. Listen, by the by the time, I, bro, by by the time I got an audience, I was writing my own raps, making mm -hmm. my own beats, mm -hmm. and uploading my own mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. the fuck? This is yo. This ain't. This is not rocket science. Right now, what SPJ is doing. He's writing his own songs, mm -hmm. he's making his own beats, mm -hmm. he's uploading his own music and controlling Absolutely. his Absolutely. That's yeah. the fuck. <laughs> yo, sir. Yo, sir, how you gonna tell me? How you yo, you know what Graydon did, y'all? <laughs> he wrote his own songs, he made his own beats, and uploaded his music. And did his own marketing. Yes. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Now you understand why the other person didn't get done that so. Minus five years. We're not doing it. It's minus five years now. Right. Taking that five years away. Yes. Minus five years. Minus. Yes. I, listen to his, I listen to some of his music. When I first saw it, I thought. Cause the first one, I, first one I saw was I listened to your pen, uh, the music in your pen post. It's you're not that good. You need to do work. You need work more work. Uh, initially, when I saw that, I thought he was attacking, dude. No, he was tough. No, 
that's Russ. Like, yo, get your get your weight up. Like, yo, get your weight up, sir. Yo, I was literally told, bro. I was told these exact same things, and instead of of it, instead of me letting it deflate me, you learn from the shit. I've had I've been, I was told this by people that that had record labels. Yeah, that was connected with Bad Boy. Right, like you got something, but you got to tighten this up. You right, tighten this up. You got to do this. Not only that. Years ago, when my first producer, Sean Black, went up to New York because his uncle was vice president in charge of promotions of Def Jam, uh, Randolph West, uh, Party Johnson, rest in peace. He played our stuff to him. He was Mm -hmm. like, and the people in the room was like, oh, I like that. We like that. He was like, yeah, but y'all got to tighten this up. Y'all got to tighten this up. Y'all got to tighten this up because I'm going to present this. Right, right, right. The Simmons. Or somebody, <laughs> this got to be spandex tight because my name on the shit, mm-hmm. right? Instead of letting it deflate us, all right, because we got some shit we got to work on. What the fuck is up with these people? Now it's not, it's not. Listen, this ain't the equivalent in my mind of some random on mother on online talking about you suck. No, this is people that yeah. work in the industry telling they, you they've been doing you, this, right? Right. This is what like, you want. Like, bro, you're not there yet. Mm-mm. He I, didn't I say give up. No, he, he didn't say. He said you're not there yet. Yo, I remember when Dr. Dre basically said the same thing about rappers in Hawaii. I remember that he was on this interview was years ago, and he was like, "Yeah, they got rappers down here and anything." And somebody said, "Um, oh damn, for real." The interviewer said, "You consider signing any of them?" He was like, "But well, they're not really ready yet. They, they, they still got." Yo, this was said about Baltimore rappers years ago. That mm. one, the music was too dark for for radio play, right? And and they were right because Baltimore's a dark ass city. I mean, it's got dark ass experiences. And as sure. an artist, you put that shit in your music. But the problem was, it wasn't ready for radio um, uh, right. play, right? So what wound up happening is, yes, we went through that stage in Baltimore where motherfuckers start copying people from outside. Mm-hmm. That we went through that stage because they were trying to get out of the stigma of being dark just doing this dark ass music and shit right but eventually they 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 they, they kind of settled into this equilibrium of finding their style blah 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 this that never and you started hearing more music that has some value from the rappers there now a lot of them still didn't get on because it's more to it than just having good music right it's more to it than that it's about what what type of marketing you're using it's about how consistent you are. It's a lot of different um, elements and factors to this. And sometimes people ain't gonna like this. It's dumb luck. Yeah, it's dumb luck. The the, <laughs> the person that that supposed that heard your stuff that can make a difference heard your shit. Yeah. And I, I, the the nigga nigga actually can sing. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that he's not talented. Um, right. and I for a split second. Well, before I, before I say that, he uh, I looked at I looked at his uh, some of his tweets. This motherfucker, he's one of those dumb people that feels like if he uses any type of tuning, he's cheating. And he said, "What now? If he uses any type of tuning, he's cheating." And all that other shit. I'm like, "Yo, shut the fuck!" So I was for a split second, I thought about reaching out to him because I'm a bigger artist than him. Yeah, but I thought about it and I was like. But I just look. You I ain't been doing it for five Russ. years. 
No, I ain't been doing it for five years. Yeah, exactly, um, bro. Exactly. You just saw the, his response to Russ and shit. Yeah, I thought I, I thought what you said to Russ. So clearly, what you gonna say? Not, I can say that's going, on. <laughs> bro. Bro, I, listen, that shit is. Yeah, he's dumbass of the week, especially you know a little earlier um, this week. And as we did talked about this uh, post that we saw floating around, where motherfucker was saying, "Don't talk about what you're doing." Um, work in silence, and then let the shit. let the shit speak for itself. Motherfucker, please. That's a great way to get ignored. That's a great right. way to not be known about what the fuck you're doing. That's also horrible marketing advice. Yes. Horrible, horrible, horrible marketing advice. Talk about what the fuck it is you're doing. Let motherfuckers yeah. know. We had we had another incident was where there was somebody else who who had uh, some project they was working on, mm-hmm. and. They, their, their friends didn't know they was even releasing something. So when they released it, it didn't do well. Gotta talk about it. You gotta yep. share it. Why do you why the fuck do you think you see me posting comic book stuff and all that? Because mm-hmm. you can't expect people who may legitimately want to support your shit to be able to support your shit if they don't know it exists. Correct. Talk about your shit. And also yep. be be passionate about your shit too, because I think some of the people aren't. I think some of the reasons why some of these people refuse to talk about their shit is because they're not entirely certain they're going to put it out. Mm-hmm. They're not entirely certain. Like they're working on it, but they don't know if they're really going to put this out. Because a lot of it is they're afraid. They're yeah. afraid of the public scrutiny. And mm-hmm. listen, once you put your shit out there, it's not yours anymore. Yep. It belongs to the public. And they're going to say about it what they're going to say about it. And you... As sensitive as you might be about your music, most artists are sensitive about their music. Oh, they know. Absolutely. What's that shit? What's that shit that we always say, SPJ? Keep in mind say, that I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my <laughs> shit. But the, but 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 the but the but the truth is, everything you're everything you want in this life is past that door you're scared yeah. to go through. That's fair. Everything the shit that everything. you're afraid to do, like get up on stage and in front of people, like fucking um getting this old shit. I really got to go on this TV show and talk about my shit. Or I got to go into the everything that you skip, even traveling. It's my yeah. mother's scared to travel. Like, yeah. I've never been a person that's scared to travel, but there, it does depend on the circumstance. Right. Last year, going down to uh, a Comic Con, if this had been any other time, I'm just going out there to enjoy the Comic Con, I wouldn't have had any nerves right. about it. Right. But because this is the first time I'm going to a Comic Con representing my business and my yeah, shit. yeah, it's, it's, it's different. A little, yes, it's a little different. Guess what? Do it anyway. Facts. But the first thing Facts. you got to do is actually decide what you want out of it, because that's important too. That's why I don't like coming down on people. For yeah, shit. Because if you just want to do it just to do it, then that I I can't. I, that's not for me. Have your way. You're yeah. getting what you want out of it, right? But if you're telling me you want to be a rock star, there ain't no rock stars <laughs> that don't let nobody hear their shit. Right. Right. They don't put don't don't hit up. It's not a thing. It's not, not a, thing. a thing. It's not a Yo, thing. And and y'all, I used to not say nothing about my shit. Facts. Facts. I used Facts. I used to be one of those people. Facts. I I say nothing about it. If people hear it, they hit they hear it. Nah, fuck all that. Nah. Hey, you gonna hear about this shit? And even if you don't like it, you gonna you gonna at least be able to hear. Yo, I got my first uh, negative uh, comment uh, with the last single, the 
the oh, single that I put out a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember what it was because good, it didn't really, <laughs> good. Didn't really matter. Like, because I'm not one of those people. Because people say this, and I've it wasn't for my music, but I've experienced with with minor viral uh, yeah. virality before with that fucking. Uh, uh, Swag like us video. Yeah, I remember. Niggas was raining down. Comment after comment after comment. Thirty five thousand. It was yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not one of those people because I hear people say this, mm-hmm. and sometimes there is credence to the idea of you don't know until it happens to you. Sometimes that's not right. always the case, but sometimes right. that's true. Right. It's it's happened to me. I don't. I really don't care. Like, like there are some people that are like, you know, it's always that 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 negative comment that's going. No, am I am I saying that I read it and didn't feel anything? No, no, you're an artist. Absolutely not. I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my shit. But when I compare that to all the good shit that people that's, were saying, that, that that's it. That's it right there, bro. That's it right like, there. Why would I? What reason the, do I have to be? I'm not the giving reality, this person fucking. Yeah, why would you give him more? This person more credence. Then all right. the other people to say, "Yo, this is fire, yo." All right, so he ain't like he ain't like it. So what? Right. So what? They liked so, it. I like right. it. That's it. That's enough. All right, cool. You know don't listen. And then I go, here's, here's really what helped me with that particular comment. Mm-hmm. I went to his page, and I see nothing but death metal, and I'm like, okay. This, all right. This is this is the, I, I, I used to, <laughs> I used to come I used to combat um, this sort of thing all the time. Where you have people who don't really listen to hip hop, right. they're not really the judge of what hip, what sounds like good hip hop and what's not. They're judging your music off of the type of music that they like. Right. I heard one person said on Twitter, and one of my fans, Doug and ass years ago, Doug and ass, huh? It sounds too much like hip hop. One of my fa- one of my fans was like, "It is hip hop. What, what it is, is. What like, it's what supposed you- to sound like? Get the right. fuck out of here." <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, moving on to we can review. Crispy, go. <laughs> I thought I always think I don't have a lot, but then it turns out to be a lot more than you thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. The first thing, because it's short. Heard it through the grapevine is back. Yes, it's absolutely. Back. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we are live. Yep, they went oh, live Monday. Shit. This is a problem. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So when we started the show, we had like multiple people filming for us, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, for multiple reasons. So the first person, she wouldn't let me do great. it. That's not true. That's entirely true. That's, what happened. that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, we're gonna talk about it later. Let me tell you what my wife will never do. See, <laughs> you know what? I was probably too shy. I was probably too shy. I don't, I don't like other artists doing things for me, and this comes from a place of being told things that weren't necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is a side story, but um, I play keyboard or I did play keyboard mm-hmm. for a while. And none of my friends that are in the band knew I played keyboard because I just don't share that. 
So at one point I was married to somebody and I played keyboard in front of him. He plays guitar and it was just like immediate criticism. Oh, Mind shit. you, I hadn't played in years. Right. And I can read music. He can't read music. Mm. So we played two different ways. <laughs> and I was like, you're not speaking in my language. <laughs> we play something, but he's telling me by ear and I can't play by ear and right. he can't read music. Right. So later, that used to be Jenna actually, before. you said what? That used to be me back, back in the day. I learned how to play by ear from my cousin Robert, but then I went and wound up playing in a band. Right. So I kind of learned how to read a little music. Of course, now right. I'm I don't remember none of that shit. But that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. So then I played in with Gina, and she was like, "You're actually really good." I didn't think you were. I didn't know what to expect because I never heard you say anything about it. Right. Um, and it just taught me that kind of what y'all were saying earlier. Like, if it's not your thing, it's not your craft. Like, you, I'm not going to listen to you. You can't right. read music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right, so anyway, we had multiple people film for us and it just didn't work out between scheduling and people not being great at what we needed. So we were like, what are we gonna do? We can either keep having months between our shows mm -hmm. because of the person that was filming and their schedule and our schedule, it just didn't work out. Or we can pull the plug and just go live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> right. We was always scared to go live because I was like, I don't know what I'm to say out of my mouth. There's lots of episodes where we had to cut stuff because I don't know what to say out of my mouth. <laughs> so, but then I was like, I've been going live with y'all and I'm okay. So yeah. I can do this. Plus, I also I think um, I, I also think what? after you've gone live with us and I'm on this motherfucker talking crazy, you you know y'all good. Let's go to sleep. Yeah, we, we good. But we you, good. what was you, you about to say, about? You made a face. Yo, yo, listen. I'm just saying that you good because you're sensitive enough about the things you need to be sensitive enough about right. to right. be able to go live and not come off sounding like some rabid bigot, like some of these motherfuckers you Bruh. on these, these they, it's believe me, it's motherfuckers out there with, with fucking millions, hundred, at least hundreds of thousands of motherfuckers following their shit, and they ain't media trained worth a fuck, they be saying the craziest shit. That's true. Yeah, we, we, we're careful. Um, But yeah, the show wasn't bad at all. It was Halloween themed, though, mm -hmm. so like, there wasn't much to really go into that could have went bad. Mm -hmm. It's other episodes. <laughs> Where things other topics. And then at that point, it is what it is. I, I don't know what to say. Like we we get raunchy on our show. Oh well, deal with it or don't don't show up. Thanks. Right. So that was that. Um. Oh, so Mondays is going to be the day. Um, okay. I can't. We can't do it this Monday because I already had something I had to do. But the Monday after, we're going live again, and all our shows will be live now. And where are your shows airing? Let them know where your shows are. YouTube, Heard It Through the Grapevine, and Facebook Live. Same thing, Heard It Through the Grapevine. We're trying to get our TikTok views up, too, so we can separately go live there. But currently, we don't have enough followers to go live there. Go live, right. But we go live on our personal accounts because we have enough for that. Yeah, I had my first like viral video on TikTok, and that was exciting. <laughs> um, okay, so work. Work's been cool. 
It's been like pretty chill. But we had a Halloween party and we always have a Halloween party for our clients. We let them trick or treat at our doors. Um, Dion cooks for them. And we like do movies and popcorn. Like let them have some fun. Like yeah, they're in treatment for drug use, but they need to find some other fun stuff to do. So we're setting up for the party and we have a janitor and he does the bare minimum enough to keep his job. Mm. Barely, mm. barely keep his job. So we have sternos for the food. So obviously we have to fill the pans with water. And he comes up to me and he says, Miss K, do you need help with anything? I said, it would be great if you could put some water in these pans. He's like, sure, give me one minute. I got to handle something in the safe. So our building used to be a bank. So we have the old safe and we just use it as like storage. Right. So he goes into the safe. I wait like five minutes. He doesn't come back. Um, yes, that's the, um, that's the TikTok. Um, so I come back and I'm like, where is he? He comes out of the safe 20 minutes later. I have already filled up all the pans. <laughs> and he just keeps walking by me. <laughs> and so then he comes back like 10 minutes after that. And he's like, did you need help with something? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't need help with anything. Nothing at all. Yeah. I was like, wow. I asked if you could put the water in the pan. You didn't ask me that. Oh. I did. And you walked away and went into the safe to sit there and go to sleep. Mm. He was like, no, I had to clean something. Like, no, 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 no. You were napping. You, you were napping. Let's not do that. Listen. Tell me what you cleaned. Right. You you can tell them anything you want, but you and I know what's going on. Like, right. your ass was in there snoozing. Exactly, because you don't want to help. He'll stay away. He'll hide if we are all doing stuff. <laughs> Yo, why do you have this job? Yo, I don't, I don't understand. Like, go away. Right. Why do you have this job? I don't Yo. <laughs> and so for the rest of the week... When I had a client, he usually like wipes down my desk and my chair and my doorknob. I started doing it myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he walked by Miss K. Why are you cleaning it yourself? Because you might go hide in the closet. <laughs> I didn't have a client. Really what the fuck? Yo, do you know how bad it is when it's in your job description to do certain shit? And then exactly. the people who is not in it, they start doing it. Like this Nigga. is the equivalent of when I was helping to run sanitation and, and, and Phillips. You know how bad it would look if an operator of the machine came in in the morning and start taking the machine apart to clean it after we've been there all night and our job is to clean the shit. The fuck out of here. That's crazy. Yeah, it, he should it's be embarrassed. Awful. He he'll go outside like he's going to clean the parking lot. He'll just be standing on the parking lot. And one time, he paid somebody. No, 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 no. I lied to you, not. No, I'm pretty sure it was somebody on drugs. Because, <laughs> because our target, you know, it's just bad, bad. And this guy's walking up and down the street. Asking for money, he doesn't look well, and then next thing we know, we thought we see our janitor back in the building and we see him cleaning the parking lot. 
My man Thank was you. out there smoking crack. Yeah. And he said, I hey. say, but that's exactly what it was. Hey, excuse me. Uh uh, sir, I see you out there um enjoying a nice crack filled morning. You want to get you want I could give you ten dollars, you can get another blast if you clean this parking lot for me. You know what Hey, pay no attention to the clink behind me. <laughs> this man had a pipe in his hand and said, Ten, huh? Mm. Yeah, all right, cool. It's one of the guys we always see around. So we knew exactly what happened. Oh, and he was hot the rest of that day. Said, of course he was. Of course money, he was. Clean the parking lot. And now he went to get like three more hits. Mm. So, yeah, he wasn't speaking to me all week. Like, You're useless. Go away. That's the last crazy. thing was um, trick or treating in Halloween. So, you know, when I was a kid, you could go anywhere. Like, everybody's street was free range in my area. Mm-hmm. Next door to door, get, get the candy you want. I'm begging house. But obviously, we can't do that that way anymore. Right. Um, so, for the past few years, We've been taking my godson to the mall, but it's still not like the authentic Halloween feel. Mm-hmm. So his mother and father wanted to take him to Hamden because where they do the Christmas lights, they do a whole Halloween thing. Right. And I never knew that. So we went to 34th Street. The houses were decorated like exactly like they are for Christmas, like that much enthusiasm. <laughs> And they were getting like good candy. So we went from there. Don't so want no good plummies. Yo, was there any candy corn? Because it was candy corn, I quit. No. Hey, they knew what they was doing. They, they mostly did, yeah. got like Snickers, Reese's. Oh, the good shit. Low pops, like a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. So then we go to 36th Street, and there's a place called, I think it's called Central Hot Dogs or something. Let me see. I wrote down. Yeah, Central Hot Dogs on 36th Street. Hot Dog Central. Um, so we go there, we get food because first of all, it's cold. Right. And we were hungry. So we got the hot dogs. The actual hot dog, I'm not Keith Lee. The, the actual hot dog. <laughs> Yo. But the chili was too gritty. Yeah. Yeah, it was not. Gritty chili. I can't do it. That's because they had ground up glass in that. (laughs) What was wrong with that? It was a black owned place. So when we got home, Gina was like, she was going to leave a review. So she gets on their IG, and the first post they had was like racism. Yikes. So, Wait a minute, what? <laughs> hot Dog Central. Nigga. People have been complaining about Hot Dog Central in Hamden. Um, basically saying they, this complaint says they had unattended grills burning all times of the day. It's a hot dog, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Like, yo, but get a sec, Chrissy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yo! And the funny thing is, I do reviews. I do reviews on my personal TikTok. And I'm a Yelp Elite member. So I do reviews. I was going to leave them a review. But then when I saw, like, what the, like, the stuff they're facing, the racism, I was like, dang, this is crazy. Um, They basically were saying, like, why did we let them come into our neighborhood? Like stuff like that. Their comments have all types of racist shit on there. And so I was like, well, damn. Nobody should be shocked. No, no. And it it's sucks. ridiculous. It sucks, but in a lot of ways, for the bigger picture, I'm glad people reveal themselves. Right, yes. right. Because there's too many people that's in denial about a lot of that shit. Mm-hmm. And being in denial about it means that it can't be addressed because it, it, that's also a part of it too, by the way, saying that, oh, they just making it up. Basically calling uh, 11% of the population liars. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was like the stuff they were writing, mind you, the customer service was amazing. They were like really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have no issues. I just didn't like the chili. Like the hot dog was great. I just wish I wouldn't have got the chili. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the comments and the stuff that people have been saying, I'm like, dang, this is the same people that have given my godson the a most amazing candy. Bruh. They're like, hi, how are you? What are you trying to do? Are you my mm-hmm. I'm just like, what up, sis? Hey, sis. No, but see, and that's the other thing about it, too. Like, uh, people get it twisted sometimes, and they they paint the picture of this type of person as some random they don't know, never heard of, blah, 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 and it's just this. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's your neighbors. It's yep. co-workers. It's yep. all of these things. And it's so, pre- it's so prevalent that it's laughable to people who, who have had to experience it most of their lives to hear somebody say, well, I don't somebody by the way who wouldn't experience it. There would be no reason for that you. community. There's no reason for you to, to then shout down those that have experienced either anti-Semitism or, 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 or anti-black racism or, or uh, uh any just name any anti-Asian shit. Yeah. If you're not not if you're not them. How the fuck you tell them but they didn't experience their whole thing? Exactly. Right. And <clears throat> that's so where the whole airlock thing comes in. Yeah, right. facts. Facts. So on that street, there's Hot Dog Central. And then across the street, there's Tia's, Tia's Italian Ice. And they're both black-owned. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. In that neighborhood, there's being more like black-owned things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the neighborhood is, is upset. So. Which is all right. So, listen, we had—I don't know if we still do, because the places I live at now don't have that. But I grew up with Korean stores, Korean mm-hmm. store owners in our neighborhood. Like it was only a small window of time before that. I was when I was a little kid when it was black store owners like Mr. Samus's or right. the bus that used to be at the top of the village. Um, um, and a few other spots that I could name, right? But once I got past a certain age, a lot of those uh, shop owners sold their shit, got out of the business, and they sold it to Korean merchants. And that you could you if you threw a stick randomly 
in Emerson Village at that time, you'd hit a, a Korean merchant. Mm-hmm. They were they were all over the place, right? And we had to do we had to deal with it. And yeah, there was complaints made because when you have these cultural um blends, they don't they don't always mix well because of misunderstandings between culture and disrespect. You can't just come in somebody's neighborhood and be disrespectful to their children and they come up right. to the store purchase your shit. It's gonna be something, right? But I, I have a hard time believing that these these black businesses owners in this neighborhood are disrespecting the children because we kind of not handin. Come on, bro. Come on. Show me an example of it and we'll criticize it. But right. if, if that's not going on to see these people making these comments and shit and saying all this shit, you mad because they're there. You're right. mad literally because they're there. Yeah, and it's something outside of what they're used to. So, like, the hot dog place, I think it's open till, like, midnight on some days. And then on the weekends, it's open till, like, 2. Right. And they don't like that either. (laughs) But, oh, well. I don't like that shit. Especially during this time with, like, the holidays when the houses are lit up and everybody's coming around the area. Mm -hmm. It'll be helpful to have things open. Absolutely. Right. So, yeah, that, that just irritated me. Oh, and about Yelp and their tier system. <laughs> so, you have to do reviews consistently for one year, and then they offer you elite status. And that's on your job one year. Like, fuck this. <laughs> Nigga. It basically means you get invited to like events if a new place is. Yo, open. yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. When she first told me about this shit, I was like, what you doing, such and such? She was like, Oh, I got this event to go to for Yelp. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you got this event to go to for, for Yelp? Yelp? How come that? How come that sentence doesn't make sense to me right now, bro? <laughs> There's new place open, and you have to like RSVP, and then you get to try out the food, and you review you got, it. You, 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 you don't gotta pay. You just go in and eat and shit. You okay? Hey, hey, nigga, don't be getting no bright ideas. But I don't think I'm going to get renewed for 2024 because I have not been doing good in 2023 because I've yeah. been fooling with this person and not Damn. going to no events. Damn. You know, I, I, I didn't stop that. No, he he would have went. <laughs> Can you leave a Yelp review for Yes. Can you? Meta. That is meta as fuck. It's That's like matter. a whole separate thing when you go to the event, like you're rating how the event was. So yeah, you still leave a, a review. Hmm. <clears throat> it's fun. I like leaving reviews. But I'm not I, just, I really want to travel more so I could do um help with the Google map shit. Cause I've done it. Right. And it's cool. And I got a whole bunch of fucking yo, the one I did for my job got like 300,000 views. No, like roughly that. the same. Bro. Like, what the fuck? No, I feel reviews, good about that I mean, shit. They really matter. Yeah. We got a review from my job one time. And it's funny now. Like, this lady was awful. Um, yeah. She had an attitude. <laughs> she just was... She wanted her son to be seen there. But she wouldn't wait for the appointment. It was a whole mess. So she left a review and said, These people are not qualified to treat a stuffed animal. Nigga, crazy. That's crazy. That's wild. That's wild. Not qualified to treat a stuffed animal. 
They suck. Y'all do be wilding. We do, but we don't treat our clients like that. <laughs> we be wilding on personal time. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And, and also, how dare they speak for stuffed animals? Like, I know, right? Right. Crazy stuff. Stuff animal want to come there. Exactly. But yeah, they play too much. So, all right. So, I have a couple of things. Uh, I'm going to put this uh, out here first because this kind of falls in line to what we were talking about um, earlier, right? And it's important right here. So I'm going to do this, right? (laughs) I'm going to do this. This this little project here, I have just a bunch of uh, one versus shit without hooks stuff that i started to work on and didn't finish and i go back and listen to it and go what the fuck this was all right i don't think it was wild huh? yeah and I, I i i let uh sbj hear one of them the other day and he was like nigga just do a lost tape fucking thing right like put out get that put that shit out so that that's content? exactly so that's what the fuck i'm going yo to wait 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 this is gonna require some work from you Mm-hmm. I hate that. I know. I know. That's why that's why I led with that. But <laughs> you know what could go on this 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 EP? What's that? Same energy. Oh, yep. It could go on this EP. Hell yeah. That's fact. Um, I, I, I'm not sure, Stella. It probably won't be till like uh early next year or some shit like that. I gotta compile shit. I have to try to do some remasters on some stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of those, some of those tracks I did on older equipment with uh, different types of plugins. My level of experience and how to uh, mix shit properly has um, elevated. So everything on there is not going to be pristine, but I want it better than what some of it is now, right? right. So it's going to take me a little minute. And mind you, I'm also in the middle of doing um, the majestic shit. So mm-hmm. I got to balance my my shit out. That's also something else. I uh, want to talk about too, but yeah, the lost tapes, man. The mm-hmm. lost tapes. Oh, you dig? Um, so yeah, that that that's gonna be a thing. Um, also, this week, some of you may have seen the video the video that I uploaded. Some of you maybe have not. Mm-hmm. But Glorious. the metal covers, Glorious. The metal covers came in right, and you know. It's like I said on the video, there is a ton of fucking work <laughs> that goes with this shit. Right? I'm busy most days with it, but to me, it's worth it. When you see the result, you get the books back, it's worth it. Um, Absolutely. But it, it does take a lot, um, and that's why it's always good to have people in your circle that can help you with certain shit, um, feedback on certain shit. All that shit actually helps. Um, uh, having uh, Graydon and Joseph basically do their part helps right. me do my part, right? right? Because I don't have to do whatever it is that they're supposed to do. I can go and do that shit myself. And also, when I'm doing this a lot, <laughs> like the difference between this and music. So I have like 10 albums up. And that's a body of work from 2011 
to now. In this little bit of time, I've written enough uh, comic book stories where I'm probably going to have dozens of different story arcs Right. And and which is which is gonna lead into just hundreds of books, right? At some right. point, right? And it's a difference in the flow of it. If this feels to me the way uh hip hop and just doing music and recording felt to me when I first started doing that, right? So it has kind of replaced it. I'm not gonna hold you. This is my level of creativity is here. That's right. where it's focused at now and shit. But like I said in the video, I want to thank everybody that helped us do this shit. Um, people have been very supportive. We saw a jump up in the Kickstarter uh, support from the one we did last year. Almost tripled that this year. So we feel like if we stay consistent, keep going, get more of our audience that purchased our music over these years to uh, know that we have a comic book out and come and support that shit via Patreon or the Kickstarter. Um, yeah, we can continue to keep putting these books out. And who knows what could happen from there? Because right. it's not just really about the extra pain interviews. We got other IPs coming out as well from other writers who write under Majestic. And their stories and their universe falls under our Omniverse uh, principle and shit. Yep. So you got uh, Chris Colburn with Singularity. You got Sci-Fi with uh, another, uh, One Dimension Away. And you got SPJ with his Untitled uh, uh, series. So this could be big. Like we just got to keep stay consistent at it and, and do the shit that we supposed to do. And yo, Majestic Commerce could be a strong indie, strong but, indie. Right. So that's what we're going to do. Um, but yeah, I had to put those two out there because the next thing is not bad either. Okay. So, we all have listened to the HVAC saga. <laughs> My bad. All phases. Bad. First, first phase, second phase, third phase. Was that the one where Iron Man died? That's the one where Iron Man died in the third phase. Okay. Okay. Um, but now we're in the multiverse stage. Because you see, there are version, there was versions of the landlord. From certain universe that was ass, ass versions of the maintenance people that come over here came over here to allegedly fix shit that were ass, <laughs> ass. But now that we're in a multiverse saga, we've seen different versions of these same maintenance people, these same landlords, and it is a it is a marked up improvement. Oh, now there's one thing that I have to complain about because they still got to get this part right. Oh, okay. First of all, I bet it is well known. I don't like people in my fucking house. Same stone, the complainer, or near it, or near or in the tour vicinity, or in the block, on on the the damn in in the city. Get the or fuck the, out of or, here. Or in the state. Or the planet. Like, y'all need okay. to bounce. Right? Yeah. But all right. Mm -hmm. I recognize I have no control over that. One of the ways to make it less irritating for me was two ways. When I invite you over, it's because I want you here. Facts. SBJ is eating, eating dinner here. Facts. Because I want you here. Right? Facts. The other way is, if you must 
if I must have you here to do some sort of work, contact me in advance mm. and let me know Nigga. that we can work on the schedule because I might not even be here. Nobody might not even be in the house. Correct. And you just popping up is ass. You calling me the day of a few hours before is ass because you don't know what was supposed to go on today. Correct. I want to argue that calling me a day before is ass. Sure. Because you don't know what the yeah. fuck I got planned. Yeah. And we got to work on that because that part, that part right there is still an issue because we get a phone call a couple of hours before they say, hey, we want to come and do an inspection on the uh, HVAC. Now, look, as somebody that's lived here for five years or so, trust me, I've had enough experiences with the amenities of this place where, yes, it is a good thing that motherfuckers are saying, let's inspect it. We just fixed it, but we need to check to see if there's anything going crazy with it so we nip it in the bud. However, there are ways to do that, like letting us know in advance. And you didn't do that. And you just was lucky that I didn't really have any plans to go out except for to do my hike, which I didn't get to do because... <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to make sure you saw that. Yo, Vinny is wilding. I just wanted to make sure you saw that. <laughs> it's wilding. Um, but yeah, like, all you have to do is just let me know. Let a motherfucker know. All right? Yeah. In advance. She didn't do that. Mm. So that's one strike. However, person came over. He's been over here before. One of the ones that actually found one of the real issues with it. Right? He comes over here. He looks at the shit. Don't see anything wrong at first. Gets up the package shit to leave. And then he saw it. An alert. Shit shut off. Now he went and said, That's odd. That's not supposed to do that. He turns around and starts looking at it again more exhaustively. And what he mm. sees is this thing intermittently just shuts the fuck off. It gives us it gives a big blast of heat, mm. which will have this house feeling like a fucking Turkish sauna. All right. But then it'll shut the fuck off for, for, for hours. In some cases, 24 hour, a whole day. But Damn. they put that big blast of heat out there, so we didn't even really notice that there was anything. And it's been doing that ever since we turned the heat on. But we didn't know. Hmm. And the outside of it was scorching. I bet. Surface of the sun hot. Listen, that motherfucker was hot, but we ain't know, because I don't really be going through there. Right, it's in a it's in a, a a a certain space in the house. The only people that go through there, um, the vast majority of the time, are the cats Just walk through. You know what I'm saying? So I know, but he did. He found out what the issue was. He stayed and he worked on it. Issue was the gas pressure. Mm. There was too much gas pressure. Now, if they hadn't caught that, who's to say Nigga. what could have happened? Right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, even if it's nothing catastrophic to the point where we all die in this bitch, but just it's shutting down again mm -hmm. in February. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Making me mad. Right? Oh, oh. 
You know what I'm saying? The rottenness that would have come forth. Hey, Ruth, or June again. When, when, yeah. when summertime. He'd have been in his coat on the podcast. Nigga. Right. He'd have been able to see his breath and shit. Yeah, like, come on, bro. I'm <laughs> mad. So the fact that they came in and did that, the fact that this was something that the person that he's still in the he's in the family, he's the son of the of the, the person that owns the house. Mm. The, the youngest one, I believe. But he he different, different. He different, different. He and he's he's literally sat and told me the times that he's come over here. We got a lot of this shit started to actually get fixed and done. Yeah, man. Listen, I got this now. We're gonna have people periodically come over and check, blah blah blah. We're not gonna have this again because it's costing us money, and they didn't realize that not which is what I what I've been saying the whole time. Of course, yeah. let shit go and it compounds, you get a catastrophic failure that's gonna cost you way more money than you had just taken care of the little shit. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. So they did that, they took care of it. It was awesome. I, I gotta say, I, I really appreciated that. Now, still, of course, because I have to be me. Okay. And, and me is a combination of Clint Eastwood and James Evans Sr. from Good Times. Oh, God. Y'all got to stop this bullshit of get, me getting contacted an hour or two before y'all sure. show up. Yeah. And then you don't even show up in that hour. Then it's another two or three hours. When you're oh, fuck y'all that. Gotta, y'all got to stop that shit. Y'all got to stop that. Right? But in the long term, Making sure that certain shit is checked here that we've had problems with since we've been here is checked is a good thing. Oh yeah. So I gotta give them their the credit, especially since I then <laughs> scoriated them on Nigga. this show in other places. Nigga. I took a soapbox, put that shit <laughs> on the corner, stuck on top of that. No, 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 he hasn't. He has not. He has not. He says a. Yes. That, that didn't happen. Uh, that didn't happen. No, it, it, it didn't happen. <laughs> Listen, he thought saying, about it. it. It crossed my mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to do that, right? So if I'm gonna do that, then I also got to say when they did something that actually benefited uh, the house, right? Um, the last thing I want to kind of talk about is, and this this is more of a concern I've had since for really for a while since all those ai big tech companies um wrote that letter earlier this year because i i i can smell a con a mile away i'm from the hood b i know when motherfuckers is doing shit for their own self-interest and i know when they over embellishing certain fears because it benefits them to do so just Hmm. so happened i am not alone in thinking that Right. It's been it's been my opinion for the longest time that the reason they did that shit was to try to kind of put their foot on the have the government put their foot on the necks of open source stuff because right. they wanted to be able to corner the market in a potentially trillions of dollar industry that this could eventually be in, in 10, 15 years. And motherfuckers yeah. want to be the ones that have the say so over it. This guy, who happens to be the godfather of the whole AI thing, said in Business Insider, don't let big tech write the AI rules. Right. The 
The concentration of power in the AI arena is one of the main risks facing the industry, an AI godfather says. Yashua Bengio, a Turing Award-winning Canadian computer scientist, told Business Insider the potential for the AI sector to be controlled by a few companies was the number two problem behind the existential risk poised by the technology. We are on a trajectory to build more and more powerful systems, and the central question for democracy is who controls these systems? Is there a risk of excessive concentration of power? Which we've already seen, by the way, with other things. Mm -hmm. see, remember, um, when automation first became a thing, what is it that these big businesses and corporations tried to sell the average person on? They said, with automation, you guys would work less hours for the same pay. Mm -hmm. You would get to see your family more. You would have a more fulfilling life and you wouldn't work as hard. This is what they said to get people on board with the shit. But what was the reality when a lot of the automation took place? <laughs> people lost jobs. Bye-bye. Or they worked for less hours, so they got less pay. Mm -hmm. Which was the exact opposite of what these motherfuckers was claiming was supposed to happen. These are things that if you are in the workforce, especially now at this kind of beginning stages when of, it, of it mattering, Y'all got to really be on top of what these motherfuckers are doing. Now, Biden did this executive order, big, long-ass executive order. And I'm not going to say that everything that was in there uh, wasn't expected to be, because it does make, why wouldn't they have a chief uh, officer in charge of artificial intelligence now? Right. Artificial yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Some of the other stuff in there, well, I'll let you go through it yourself. So you can see what some of it just is trying to step on open source. Now, there's been people that say, well, no, they, there's still ways around it because of some of the provisions that's in there. And that might be true, but we need to keep a, a bird's eye view on the shit Absolutely. because eventually we, all of us need to be able to benefit from this shit. All of us, or the vast majority anyway, and not just a bunch of motherfuckers becoming trillionaires and creating this dystopian-ass uh, 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 landscape of an environment where people don't have people, industries, whole industries wipe the fuck out of workers, wipe the fuck out, and there's nothing to compensate that or, 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 or cushion that shit. So, dude continues, he says, um, these are important questions I've been thinking about for years, but the arrival of chat GPT and these systems made me worry even more about the concentration of power. Addressing concerns raised by fellow AI pioneer Yan Lacoon. Uh, Benjiro said he disagreed with Lacoon suggesting that prominent tech leaders, including OpenAI, Sam Altman, were trying to control the sector by pushing for stronger regulation. I actually disagree with him on that. I think that's exactly what the fuck, or at least in part, what the fuck yeah. is going on. Um, yeah. Last week, Lacoon accused AI founders such as DeepMind's Demis Hassabis and Entropic's Dario Amato of attempting to perform a regulatory capture, a regulatory capture of the AI industry. We should avoid the situation where the rules are written by the companies. That's obvious. But this whole discussion about regulatory capture, I think it's just not a fact. No, I disagree with you, sir. I disagree with you because I, I've, I've seen this, this rodeo before where motherfuckers who are, in truth, probably delivering the most important in that industry right now say, okay, so everybody has the attention on us. Everybody has the attention on our product and our service. We want to keep it that way. Open source is typically free. 
So if mm-hmm. a motherfucker can do open use open source and not have to pay, motherfuckers are not going to have to pay. Or we're going to have to offer certain things that come with this, right, that make it more advantageous for them to fuck with us. And right. that, that could cost money in R&D, right, to figure Thanks. out what those things are before we can get that shit, you know, accomplished. So I don't put nothing past anybody. When motherfuckers get up here and talk this altruism shit, when you know they they, they stand to make billions and trillions of dollars off shit, you got to be careful with that. You got to be careful. I'm just saying to the workers, all workers, I don't care what the fuck you do. Um, AI has the potential to replace your shit. Mm-hmm. That needn't be a bad thing. But it will be a bad thing if we let them write all the rules and we don't have no say-so in none of that shit. We'll be right. in the same situation that a lot of people were in with automation. This mm-hmm. is exact, except for worse, right? Except for worse. Because work culture, we talked about this on the show before too, work culture is going to have to evolve. Yeah, The way they treat workers, the way they treat certain types of work, it's going to have to evolve. And we thought we was on a path to doing that when the pandemic hit. When motherfuckers start seeing what jobs are really important to your day-to-day survival. So now that motherfucker working at the cashier spot at the grocery store don't seem so unimportant anymore. Don't seem so unskilled anymore, do they? No. Thanks. Because when other stores was closed, and this is the only place you can go get your fucking toilet paper. Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers was happy as shit that somebody was in there working. So all that shit you be talking before that shit where motherfuckers asking for more money for their minimum wage shit and you going, but that's not, you workers are some of the worst. That's not skilled labor. You turning on your own class? Like, yo, fuck is you talking about? But, but when the wolf is at the door, you saw what was important. Turns out those people sit all day typing or signing on some pieces of paper weren't as important as the guy at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Turns out these are the cogs that help out day to day. The guys without the ties. Turns out they're important. If we sleep on this, we're going to lose. And we already lost a lot. Yeah. Don't let these motherfuckers double talk us. Don't let these motherfuckers out tech talk us. Because that's the other thing they do to. Oh, it's very complicated because of this and the widgets and the others. Fuck that. <laughs> Break it down. Yep. The, AI, the AI we have now, you say, explain this to me like a five-year-old. <laughs> right? Right, right. It'll break it down. So nah, don't let them tech babble us to death. None of that shit. Find out what the plan is, if there is one, for workers that are going to be replaced by this shit. And if there is none, or if there is one, look at the shit and decide, mm, no, we don't like this part. No. Thanks. No. That's pretty much that's my week and my observation. Stop fussing at people. No. Like, stop fussing at everybody. No, no, no. Not stop fussing at people. Stop fussing at everybody, nigga. Because I'm about to fuss at people. But I'm not about to be fussing at everybody. Stop fussing at everybody, nigga. God damn. I'll consider it. Okay, that's good enough. That's all I can ask. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah, that's all I can ask. I thought I can ask. Um, so my doctor, 
Uh-oh. My old doctor wants that old thing back. So, real quick thing. It's funny how this works. I'm 90% sure it's just happenstance, but I still find it hilarious. Okay. So, I told you I got a new doctor. After my first appointment with the new doctor last month, my old doctor called me explaining why they wouldn't fill a prescription that I had been wait, trying to fill for three months. Um, no, three weeks, three weeks, not three months, okay. three weeks. Um, I just had my second appointment with the new doctor on Tuesday. Why on Thursday did I get a call from the old doctor trying to get me to schedule an appointment? And then again on Friday. Interesting. So y'all literally spent the last two to three months that I was with y'all being terrible at communication. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I have another practice, you want to keep calling me. Sound like me with that day going uh grass cutting. Bruh. Yo, facts. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, what, are you, what are you talking about? I don't I blocked them. You must have been a great you not you blocked the doctor. I've blocked them, nigga. You gotta block doctors and nurses. Like hey. in that when you're in the hospital. No, 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 we can't do that. No, that's oh, not shit. no, no, but I blocked I blocked them. I blocked them after they called Thursday. And then at some time Friday, I looked at my phone and saw that they had a new voicemail. And it was <laughs> <laughs> it was it was them again. I'm like, yo. But here's here's the thing that raises a question to me. Right. Fuck big farmer because for various reasons. For various reasons. Why didn't my insurance company let them know that I got a new doctor? Because fuck big insurance, too, if we're going to be completely honest. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's crazy. Like, trash. y'all was, y'all was wilding. Yo, Stella calls you the doctor blocker. <laughs> hey, listen. Yo, y'all was wilding. I'm about to change your name on my phone. But I, like, y'all was wilding. But I feel like if the People who pay you could at least give you the courtesy of being like, would, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you would think, but because I'm not, I'm not about to tell him I got. I, I'm not. It's, it's not Why my responsibility. Yeah, it's not my responsibility. No, fuck this. Especially when you couldn't even get in contact with these. Bro, yeah, right, nah. medication that you needed. That's yeah, like fuck them. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So, my father. I've Dark talked Vader? about my father. Shut up. I've talked my, about my father and him reaching out to me on here. I told y'all that we uh, have been talking and I basically text with him pretty much every week. Like, that might be done now. Um, Effectively. Listen, effectively, he's not fucking listening and I don't have the time. So, oh, I mentioned that at the beginning of this, he tried to pull the I'm back in your life now, and I'm your father, kind of thing. I, and I immediately, oh no, I immediately shut that shit down. Um, the reasoning behind that, for those who don't quite understand, is because I am grown. Yeah. You have been gone for 17 years. Yeah, and in the that. 17 years before that, you weren't really there. I don't think I have 17 memories of this nigga. Oh no. So, after we get after we got past, it took a little while for him to understand that. But after we got past that, things were cool for a while. And then one day he asked me if I wanted to meet my other siblings. I told him point blank that that was not something that I'm interested in doing. He asked me why. 
I expressed to him that I do not have the time, space, or energy to incorporate them into my life, and I would not be able to have the relationship with them that I believe siblings should have. Should have right, right. He claimed to have understood that. Okay, cool. Nothing about that was time sensitive. I gave no indication that that only applied for the time being. <laughs> I made it clear that that was my firm stance. I didn't think that was anything to get past. So weeks went by. Uh, remember Marcus threw a surprise party for his mother's birthday. The week of, my, mother, my father asked me if I wanted to go out with him and all of my siblings. Because I felt bad for perhaps being a bit rough on him in the past, I didn't mention the fact that I already clearly stated that, that I wasn't interested in that. I simply told him I was busy because I was. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not available. Fast forward to this week. I was less mad about him being gone for 17 years than I was about this interaction. Oh, damn. He said, good morning. Your birthday is coming up next month on December 21st, which is a Thursday. Let's pause right there. Let's pause right there. Let's pause right there. Let's pause right there. I know when my fucking birthday is. Do you? Because I'll be wondering sometimes. No, nigga. No, no. I know when my fucking. One of my pet peeves. Are you sure? Is when somebody tells me information that they know I know. Bro, I I just had that shit happen (laughs) with somebody. Like, yo, what? Are you? What? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm aware that the intention is not to inform me. I'm not. I don't. I'm not deluded in that. I know that the intention is not to inform me. If it were a situation where you were legit checking to see if I was aware of something, that I wouldn't. I don't mind that as much. But it depends on the context. I was about to say, you but heard I that? feel, yeah. But I feel people doing that is a completely selfish act, and I don't understand the actual intent. And because of those two things, it bothers me. So. In, in this case, my assumption is that you're trying to earn brownie points. Again, I am grown. I'm also not a bright-eyed optimist. Bushy-tailed optimist. Nigga, an optimist might hear him say that and think, oh, wow, he remembers my birthday. I look at that and think, so you do know my birthday. All these you just years. decided not to acknowledge it for 17 All years. These years. So, back to the text. He says it would be nice if we could do something on that weekend. No pressure, just thinking about it. Now, for context, these are potentially uh, significant dates in my life during that time period. My birthday is December 21st. I don't have to explain to you what the 24th and 25th of December are. Chrissy's birthday. Yeah, you're right. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Stop. Chrissy's birthday is December 26th. I don't have to explain oh, my y'all. Cousin Teresa's birthday is on twenty sixth. Yeah, that's a very important day. Okay, I don't have to explain to y'all what the thirty first and the first are. So, uh, that's a super busy time to be adding things and people that are not a part of your regular routine. It's a lot, it's right? A lot. So I said, so I responded to him. Good morning. I'm completely booked up that weekend. My girls are doing something for me, but I'm not sure what it is. Context. Chrissy told me to be free the evening of and the day after my birthday. I don't know if that will or will not spill into the weekend. Then also, Sunday is Christmas Eve. Hold up. I will be... For some context, some added context, him and Chrissy have known each other and been around each other and, and 
really known each other longer than he's been around his father. Yeah. That's, that's, that's putting that out there. It's putting that out there. That's it's putting that out there. Um, and then you know, Sunday is Christmas Eve, so I'll probably be helping whoever get ready for Christmas. Um, so he asked about the following weekend. Now I don't necessarily have concrete plans, but again. Chrissy's birthday is that week. And, <laughs> and New Year's Eve is that weekend. In some way, shape, or form, I'll be busy. I expressed that to him. I said, basically, when I said, uh, my girl doing something for my birthday, I'm not sure what, but I'm, I'm, I'm booked. He's like, what about the next weekend? I said, well, her birthday is on the 26th. So that following weekend, it's kind of my turn to his response was what pissed me off. He said, I feel like you don't want to meet with me, but I understand. Yeah. So I don't even be getting mad. Like, I'm often animated, bruh, I'm often animated on here because it's a show and I'm playing a stylized version of myself. But it legitimately arose a feeling in me that I cannot explain other than anger. Because I feel like you're calling me a liar. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, yeah. before I texted him about Chrissy's birthday being right after mine, I foresaw a version of him not believing me because it does, without him knowing her, it does seem convenient. Right? Because for me to randomly be like, sorry, I'm busy on my weekend on my birthday. What about next? Oh, yeah, this is this is such and such birthday. Let, let All right, cool. Tell you, let me tell you why, to me, it doesn't. Nigga, 17 years of inactivity and no involvement. Did you think I stopped making friends, Bruh. having relationships, having things to do, responsibilities I have to other people? Did you think that all of that was on hold until I was waiting for you to come back around in my life for us to try to forge some little new thing? It's not really parent child as no. much as it would have been 17 be. years ago. Right. It's, it, this is a whole different type of relationship. So I am a whole grown ass man Bruh. with my inner circle responsibilities, a fucking job, bills in my name, a fucking mm-hmm. credit score. Stop playing with me like I'm a Nigga. fucking preschooler that only has the scheduled school and maybe a Christmas party at the pre- right. the, uh, the fucking babysitters. Stop right. playing with me like I'm not a grown ass motherfucking man. Nigga. So, like I said, Sure, it sounds convenient, but that's not an excuse. And the worst part about it is, I do not know how he could have expressed to me how convenient that seemed without it triggering me. There's nothing he could have said. It ain't nothing, yo. He no yeah. one should have said. Well, okay, maybe we will plan a little different. Um, in 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 a little while, when you feel more comfortable, maybe you find some space. Something, right. anything other than I feel like you don't really want to meet with me, which is basically saying I feel like you're lying to me right now. Yeah, you just made that up. You just right. literally attacking your character as a person, nigga. not a straight shooter who wouldn't just straight up tell him, "No, nah, nigga, I don't want to do." That. And the crazy thing about that is, I've literally checked him before. Yeah. So yeah. this, yeah, yeah, he he. If he had that idea at some point, I've disabused him of that notion. You would think, right? Also, you straight up told him uh, when he came to meeting them that, nah, you don't have time 
Well, so if, if there was ever a time for you to make up some shit because you was unsure how to do it, it would have been then. It would have been then. It wouldn't be now after you have been informed thusly, motherfucker. Nigga. So I was I was going to go off, but instead you went on. I waited. Oh. Shut up. I waited and I calmed down a bit. I have never, I have never and the sent a text out. message. Well, sure. Sent a text message that I didn't mean. Yeah. The reason why that is, is because I take advantage of a unique property of the medium. It's not instant. Right. It's not instant. Right. Since you generally have to type what you're saying, you have time between a thought leaving your brain yep. and that thought making it to the target. Facts. So I text him. The implication being that I'm making something up. And he responds, no, if you were interested, you would suggest the date that you're not busy. Bruh. All right. So I'm literally, wait, 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 wait. I'm literally busy every weekend from my birthday until like the third weekend in January. Right. Also, right. also the onus isn't on me to put forth effort. That works. You that came works. back into my life. I didn't ask for you, and nor you was did. I looking for you. Right. Didn't you send good. for you nothing. That's not to say that I wouldn't have met up with him. Again, we've been texting pretty much every week. Right. I was open to some type of relationship. Right. But this is but I'd be lying. Time, Right, I'd be lying if I said it was of super high priority to me, though. Oh, and this is also the I holidays, bro. This is the yeah. holiday. Bro. Like you got a life and friends and family and other loved ones that he obviously knows nothing about because he wasn't Nigga. there. Like, come on, yeah. man, that shit, that shit crazy. That shit crazy. So after I told him how long I was busy, he sent me another message, but I didn't read that shit. Um, <laughs> I think I'm good off of him. Like. Yeah. He can focus his efforts and energy elsewhere. This isn't my definitive decision, but I'm definitely leaning that way because don't fucking play with me. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I try my best. For some people, uh, I, somebody asked me this recently, for some people that don't understand, this is the reason that I do not call, I'm not going to say this, I was about to say it's real name, but this is the reason why I do not call my stepfather my right. father. Right. Right. This is the reason because I have a father. He is alive. He still exists. And right. there's a very distinct difference between the two. Right. And I also like to stress stepfather because that was a choice. That's a choice, bro. That that that's a choice. That was a choice. And, and it, it's it was willful mm -hmm. because he could have not been. And he and I think what it is is you're taking that stigma that some of you horrible, horrible people have put on the whole Nigga. stepfather thing. Some of you who probably could have used one because clearly mm -hmm. your biological one was not doing the job because you are toxic, poisonous, angry, hurt, and need to go heal for real. Thanks. And you have um in injected a lot of that shit into the discourse. So that they took the word step parent 
and turned it into something that was ass or the, right. or, or 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 he's he or she is being taken advantage of by right. the, the significant other that, because they they made a point. Shut the fuck up, cause yeah, I'm, I've said this numerous times before. These children don't stay children, right? Mm-hmm. And broken children turn into broken adults without right. intervention. So here's the thing: Do you want a society full of broken little boys growing up to be broken men that you're surrounded with? Because you got to walk the streets with these motherfuckers too. And sometimes the, the where they break off at is jagged. Yeah, fuck you up out here. Facts. Take your shit, right? Do you want that, or should we be celebrating the men and the women that get into a relationship and say, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah. I love this woman. I love this man. Whatever comes with them comes with them. This the kids. All right, mm-hmm. I'm gonna treat this kid like this mine. Absolutely. Hey, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna teach them. What, y'all gonna have to decide what the fuck it is you want. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up in a neighborhood full of broken boys. Yep. That grew up in the broken men. And after being shot at numerous times, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And kind of participating in some of that dumb shit. No, <laughs> no. Oh, this is man. not this is not what you want. No, nah. this is not no. what you want. No, it's not the move. No, I, I really feel that because if it wasn't for my stepdad, there's no way I would be where I am. Like I couldn't accept no love from a man, heavy healthy relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know any of that because my father wasn't present. Right, right. And when he was present, it was toxic. Nigga. So what was I gonna grow up to be? Facts. All facts. And like I I I, I just want to reiterate. I like I said, I I was more upset with the insinuation that I was lying. Yeah, bro. Than any of the other shit because, as I also said, I wasn't looking for him. Right, and nigga, I you have don't know, you don't know me, bruh. I have a plethora, a plethora of positive older male Facts. role models and influences. Facts. My stepfather is, yo, my stepfather is a fact with with the help of my uncles and shit. Of course, oh, what taught me how to be a man. Like yeah, fuck yeah. To, I, to, so funny enough, I I I've been trying to work on how to say this joke, but it's never it's 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 too <laughs> it's a little bit too convoluted right. to be right. a real joke. But so again, I I was seventeen when my father left me. He was gone for seventeen years. Tim is seventeen years older than me. I know, right? <laughs> so like. Our relationship goes back almost a decade at this point. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what are you like? I, 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 I was not looking. <laughs> I was not. I just want this to be clear. I was not looking. This is more about you. It's about you bro. at this point than it yeah. is about me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. Yeah. I but don't don't. Call me a liar. Don't waste I my know, time. Right? Don't waste Bro. my energy. Like these are the things, bare minimum, because I could have been my oldest brother. To this day, won't talk to him. Mm. Like, um, he had never he had asked me about um 
I don't I've never talked to my I don't I don't know the nigga. I've never talked to my oldest brother. Right. But my father was like, Well, he won't he won't he won't respond back to me, blah blah this blah blah. And I told him, I said, You you kind of gotta expect that to be the case. Like you shouldn't move forward with it with the expectation that he's ever gonna respond to you. Right. Um nice. you can still want it, right? You can still reach out to him, don't be overbearing. Yeah, yep. Because that's not gonna help you. But absolutely still reach out to him periodically. Mm-hmm. Like every now and then keep trying because that shows effort. Absolutely. Right. But um I can't say I blame him. No. Like I've never met him, which means that's this nigga old he's two years younger. My oldest brother is two years younger than my mother. Wow. The fact that I have never met him shows you how long you've been out of his life. Right. Yeah. yeah. So ah, you might want to fall back, sir. Um, some of some of of that, some of that is him projecting. Absolutely. um, And and but but not realizing how insulting it is for you not to know me. And then accuse me of lying, like I, like I wouldn't be straight up with you. Like I've been straight up this whole fucking time. The entire so what time. Have we been, so what have we been doing? If we text each other at least once a week, what has all this been about? Exactly. If, like, come on, bro. Like, nah, nah. But you still insinuate that I'm making some shit up. That's crazy, bro. Like, <sighs> and that's what. That's why I feel like I'm just done. Because I was about to give him a bunch of energy. And it's not... You was rubbing up. (laughs) Yo, I was at work, right? And I was like, throughout my normal conversations I was having with people, I was stewing. I was like, oh, this... Ah, ooh. And then I was like, for what, though? Yeah. Right. There's no actual reason for me to, like, effectively... it is what it is. Effectively, a stranger just told me I was lying to them. Yeah, that's true. Fact. So I, I don't. And you and he probably never felt more like a stranger than when he said that shit. Yeah, like, yo, like, like, yeah, on this whole Facts. time we've been trying to get to know each other and 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 build something of a rapport. You never felt more like somebody who don't know who the fuck I am. Yeah. Than when you just said you know, this. Like, again, I've. I've specifically said to you very, very clear things with no sugarcoating, no beating around the bush, that typically a person might think twice about saying to their father. Yep. And I you got it with no chaser. So why do you expect like what? And Y'all just be fucking up, yo. And I and, and seriously, like a lot of a lot of y'all, uh, listen, no parent is perfect, right? But some of y'all are on the extreme side of not being what you should be. See, when I think of uh, parents that are imperfect, your mom or dad who took care of you your entire life, whether they lived in a household with you or not, made some mistakes. They forgot some things. They maybe yelled at you about some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they didn't understand when you was feeling a certain type of way. They wasn't completely open to be there for you to talk to. These are the, the normal mistakes that come from caretaker uh, type of thing to, to children. 
some of the mistakes some of you other motherfuckers have made is you were hands off and had no nothing to do with the kid at all. This is a mm-hmm. listen, this is a choice. This is a choice. Right. And a lot of these things right here are extreme cases of neglect, extreme cases of just not being a fucking parent. I'm not a parent at all. Right at all, not by any stretch of the imagination. But you know what I am. You know the reason why my kids feel about me the way they feel about me, because they know I have good intentions. They know that yeah. I am literally. I want the best for them. They know that I know where I'm supposed to be. Yo, speaking of that, like I told, I mentioned his villain origin story. I should have really, really, like it really is. Like I, yeah. I, I yeah. empathize with that shit. But, mm-hmm. but. The punchline of that was the time period in which he got his life together. Yeah. It wasn't a few months ago. What up, B? Yeah, exactly. What up? It wasn't just a few months ago. Right, right. It was when my younger siblings were much younger. And you still didn't come back. Right. You still didn't come back. Also, I, I failed to mention, I forgot to mention there was another time he tried to meet up with me before he tried to meet up with my siblings and I told him, all right, no. Yeah. Just no. Yeah. And he said, um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I said to him, hey, I am not going to do this right now, but I don't have an issue if you basically the same thing I told him about my, my older brother. Like, I don't have an issue right. if you continue to ask as long as you aren't overbearing with it. Exactly. Like, That's it. This shit? Yeah. I think I'm done. Don't, you know, it was crazy is those those were extra, if not, those were extra words. Bruh. That didn't need to be said. If you imagine, imagine where you, where you would be with him mentally had he not offered that last one. Sometimes. Y'all motherfuckers talk too much. Sometimes, bro, <laughs> y'all overextend yourself to a point. You where, said too much, yo. Like so, there is brevity. Brevity is the soul of wit. Hey. Absolutely. Sometimes y'all talk too. Sometimes you don't listen. One thing I've learned, and it didn't take me to actually do a podcast to learn this. I don't always say what I fucking think. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because it's Thanks. mine. Thanks. It's yep. mine. It's my mm-hmm. thought. The moment it come out, though, it's no longer yours. It, it's no longer mine, but I still bear responsibility for it. Right. I'm not, <laughs> so I'm not, you understand? Know so I'm not, listen, it's, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. And I typically try not to take bad deals. Facts. You don't have to say everything that you think. You don't have to. It's not necessary. Time and time again, you have a nice birthday. Bruh. And you have fun doing the holiday season. Your schedule frees up. That's simple. Bruh, that's simple. Yo, like, like you just said, you can always just shut the fuck up. It's always an option. Always. It's an option. Roof says, Roof says, why in the world or accuse someone of lying Bruh. when trying to build a relationship? It seems self-sabotage. That's exactly <sighs> what it is. That's exactly what it is. And he is way too much older too, than me. Yeah. Yeah, fact. For me to be teaching him things, not not to say that it's impossible that he couldn't right. learn anything from me, but it's not my fucking responsibility. I'm not doing it. No. I'm not doing. You know anyway, why? Let me. You know why though? It's not your responsibility because he didn't fail. It was his responsibility. Facts. Facts. Nigga. So, so why is it all of a sudden the onus on you now? Nah. Right. 
nah, we're not doing nah. that. We're not playing that game. I, I, I get it. I tried. I, yeah. Let me get through the rest of the shit. Uh, work. I informed you thusly. <laughs> so there had been I, this. This is in reference to the the lost episode that I had to delete. The shit that happened. Yeah. So there was a situation. There had, there had been a situation. And in that situation, I had tried to warn somebody about a thing. And in warning that somebody about a thing, I had warned them about another thing. Well, they didn't heed that warning. So what I had told them was going to happen, happened. Then I had told oh them something. And then I had told them something else was going to happen. And they brushed it off. Yeah. Well, it turns out that somebody received a disciplinary measure this past Thursday, that was exactly what I told them was going to happen. Not disciplinary. I just, I listen, I had told you, I informed you thusly, you decided not to, whatever. Uh, next, stupid perspectives. People be wilding and extra for no reason. Yeah, there are very few things more important than having a place to live, but people find ways to either outsmart themselves. Or let their ego erase their memory of the position that they're in. Mm, mm, mm. If I had to say what my company specializes in and the major selling point, it would be affordable housing. Right. I used to get into it with one of my coworkers all the time because he would harp on how affordable we were. And I kept trying to get through his head that that wasn't an un, it wasn't an earned affordability. And it was not a given one. Right. Like we aren't giving you five star housing for three star pricing, right? Right. Most of most other places with units similar in size cost more right, than us right. because they offer more than us. Right. 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 So we more definitely amenities, have a, sir. More amenities. Right. Now we definitely have a, a, a few really nice units. Absolutely. But if I had to rate us, I would say we're we're a strong three to three and a half star, with some upward outliers. Um, this lady comes into one of the rental offices complaining because the person who was about to take her application told her that if her 18 year old child was going to live with her, she had to apply with her at the same time. The woman says, well, nobody told me she had to be with me to apply. I just came from all the way where, listen, I'm, I'm not making it. This is a quote. I just want to be clear. She says, well, nobody told me she had to be with me to apply. I just came from all the way where I was. Can I just do my app now and come back with her later? The agent says that no. Not, I, I, wait, wait, not, not, <laughs> the agent says to her, "That's not really an option. We don't really do things like that." The lady says again, "This is a, another quote. I just drove." From all the way where I was. Where was she? She still didn't say where she was. I just drove. I just drove from all the way where I was at. And y'all can't just make it. And y'all can't make it just a little more convenient for me. If I do mine now, I can come back with her later. The, the, the agent said. We don't do that anymore because we had quite a few instances where we were holding units for people way longer than our policy says that we generally will. The agent explains this to her, and the lady storms out fussing. Mm. Mm. Couple things. First all of all, all, all kinds of motherfuckers. Oh, nigga. 
first of all, where the fuck did you draw from? Next door. You still haven't said. Listen, listen. <laughs> if I if I get up right now to go to the bathroom, if I get up right now to go to the bathroom, that means I got up all the way from where I was. Right there. You ain't so the nothing. fact that she didn't say it means that it wasn't that hard. Agreed. Why add that into your complaint unless you were going to use it for sympathy? Right. Like, what's the point okay, of saying all it? All the way from Virginia. What? Like, okay. okay, all right, damn, that is crazy. All right, I'm like, let me help you out, baby. Right. Wait, you got no points by saying all the way from zero sympathy. Second, you said it twice. <laughs> second, <laughs> second, you you realize. You, you realize they didn't tell you anything you weren't willing to do, right? According to you. <laughs> according to you, they didn't tell you anything you weren't willing to do. Bring it back anyway. <laughs> you asked if you could do your application now and then bring your daughter back. That's effectively, yeah, from all the way where you was at, that's effectively the same as you leaving now and just coming back with her. It's the same thing. Third. Do you no longer need a place to stay? See, I'm assuming here, but I explained what level of housing we offer. So I'm a, I'm just this is just me. I'm 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 assuming. But I'm guessing that if you are a mother whose 18-year-old child is going to be living with them, that played a part into you coming to this property. So you're about to go somewhere else and pay more yeah. so you won't have to make two trips that you were fine taking. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. All the way from where she was at. From all the way where you was at. Listen, y'all gonna y'all gonna seem real silly is if you look on the map and that's the that's what it's named. <laughs> and it's like Thanks. fifty Thanks. miles <laughs> from where no. all right. Um uh two more people I gotta fucking fuss about because so I'm walking into work one day last week, Debbie and another coworker. They're outside smoking. They're finishing up as I come as I approach the building. Mm-hmm. So we basically effectively go into the building together. We get into the building. The owner of the company walks by us and she speaks. Mm-hmm. She's leaving the building. Mm-hmm. We get to the elevator, and Debbie jokingly says to me, Aren't we not supposed to wear graphic tees? Because I own a graphic tee. She's like, Aren't we not supposed to wear graphic tees? This is her version of trolling me. She, she tries. Yes. She's 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 a, she's a she's a boomer. So I I'll give her I'll give her the, kind of a novice. Kind of yeah, novice. yeah, yeah. She's not great at it, but it is what it is. That's her version of trying to troll me. Okay. So I say, do you see who we just walked by? Mm-hmm. You, you just walked by the owner of the company, and she ain't said. Like, so yes. we start laughing. Right. That should have been the whole interaction. Mm-hmm. No, the person who was with us oh, says. No. Says, oh, no. well, well, she wasn't looking at your shirt. Mind your business, sir. Nobody was talking to you. Oh, oh, Randall from recess ass motherfucker. I, I say to him, I say, I say to him, I say to him, okay, okay. How often do I wear graphic t-shirts? He says, well, all the time. I say, all right then. But you fucking hall monitor. Leave me the hell alone. You don't have to be a part of everything. It's okay to just be quiet sometimes and let you people... You weren't in the conversation. Bruh, I wasn't talking to, to your ass. Nobody was talking to him. It's okay to let... 
be quiet and let people have a conversation that doesn't involve you. Debbie is my friend. I've known Debbie since I was like 16 and have had a good relationship with her since then. To troll you. Right. And you, since you've been trolled by the best, you know, it's great. All right. All right. Right. You, you, I met when I was eighteen, sure, but we didn't have any type of relationship until like right. I was maybe like twenty-two, and right. even then, we aren't talking about anything that wasn't work-related. That only started within the past four years or so, and that's only because Debbie goes on trips with me. So you and you be around that. Relax. Right. Right. Yo, you cool that's people. That's the word. Relax. You cool yeah. people, but chill the fuck out. Like, and don't don't talk to me. Like, listen, yo. Why won't they stop talking to anyway? Um, they're rude. <laughs> just rude. You want to see if they can change your mind? I guess. Last person. <laughs> now, to that one guy downtown who was half cool, half coon. That that dude, um, the one who talks about stuff that he doesn't understand as if he's an authority. Um, so maintenance. <laughs> so maintenance downtown in my office covers a super wide range of responsibilities. They basically do maintenance, they do custodial work, they do mailroom work, a, a couple other things. So I get the idea of trying to make yourself feel important. Like I understand why somebody would do that, but I think sometimes that comes from insecurity. When when you have a company, especially a small to mid-sized one, pretty much every position is important. And that's not participation trophy talk. Yeah, I legitimately right. feel this way. Um, but, but also, he goes all, way all too far with it. Some honor to it, so we not right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, he goes way too far with it, though. Mm-hmm. So I talk about, I'll talk about two specific things: trash and recycling. There are similar complaints that he has, but they are slightly different. And it's not something I do on purpose. It's not something I did on purpose. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a troll. And once you, I, well, I'll get to that. These are facts, though. <laughs> I mean, hey, it is what it is. So four days out of the week, I'm gone from the downtown office before noon. Mm. He comes around to dump the trash somewhere between 1230 and 1. So I'm rarely ever at my desk to see it because even on days when I'm downtown all day, I take my lunch from 1230 to 130. Every now and then, I might eat a lighter lunch and I might have, like go to the store and grab a snack or something. Even less often... I might I'll bring that snack up to my desk after my lunch period is over because I didn't finish it during the lunch period, uh-huh. or or even sometimes I might have like a bigger thing of snacks on my desk that lasts days and days. And I yeah. shut up, shut up, and I snack on it and I snack on it throughout the week. Well, sometimes when I finish it, I might finish it after lunch on a Wednesday because that's the most time that I spend down on downtown offices on Wednesdays. In either case, when I finish with it. I throw the trash in my trash can. Because right. the last time I checked, that's where the trash is supposed to go. Right. In the trash. Right. Can. Okay. Here's where the problem comes in. And I quote, don't be putting stuff in your trash can after I empty it. Oh. Let's take a moment to stop and think oh, about oh, what, oh, Let's oh, take oh, a moment to stop oh, and think oh, about oh, that oh, command oh, for oh, a oh, second. Bruh. That's why I was laughing when you was talking I, about. I, I'm seriously trying to figure out what that means. Yo, yeah, because because the purpose of the trash can 
is to bro. put things in, but you have no, to occasionally no. empty no. this shit in order right. to. Right. Well, okay. For for those who are new here, hello, welcome. <laughs> um, for everybody else, y'all know damn well I don't respond the way the person would prefer me to with things like that. You about that. to put so much trash in that fucking trash can. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. My boss, none of the other vice presidents, nor the owner of the company talks to me like that. Yeah. Hell, my mother doesn't talk to me like that. And this isn't a matter of self-importance on my part, nor is it a matter of pride. I am simply to being I'm simply a reasonable person. If you have a good reason for me not to do something and it doesn't inconvenience me, I'm likely to listen. You don't get to demand that I do or not do a thing, especially when that thing is a part of your fucking job description. Bro, I'm finna walk around that entire office with that trash can and get everybody's <laughs> trash. I'm going. I'm bringing trash from home. I'm bringing trash from home up in this. Don't send trash from home. The fuck? So, 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 I literally, I literally, first time this happened, I literally just ignored him. Both verbally and with my actions. Of course. Now, again, this particular thing doesn't happen that often. But after the third time that it happened, he finally gave me a reason with his old Steven from Django acting ass. He finally gave me a reason. The reason was, if if they come around and see trash in your can after I've emptied it, they're they going to think I ain't do my job. Well, I just got to say, anybody that would think that, I would say that they're assholes too because Bruh. when you empty trash, it's empty for the purpose for more trash to go in it. See, this Correct. is a shot. Bro, it's blowing my... Bro, okay, so, nigga, you bothering me because you think masks are going to whip you? Yo, that's crazy talk, bro. Crazy mind you, talk. Mind you, I have relationships. I have a relationship with the vice president who is his boss. Right. He does not overreact to little shit like right. that. Right. He does not. That is not in his character. He has never been... Now, to the recycling thing, in my line of work, it's not uncommon for me to have boxes that need to be discarded, uh, whether I'm giving somebody a PC or giving somebody a monitor, whatever the case. Right next to my seat, we have a small bin where we put the things that need to be recycled. But 90% of the time, I'm the only person who has boxes because I deal with the majority of this. Whenever in my department, whenever something comes in to be uh, placed at a, a location, I pretty much deal with that. Right. So I'm usually the one putting the boxes into the bin. So when I'm done with a box, I put it in the bin. Every single time. Here he goes. I told you not to put them boxes in that bin. <laughs> listen, listen, nigga. Listen, you've been... How many times I got to tell you? Didn't I just tell you what to do? Nigga? And, and, and I my response... My, my response my response is... And you gonna keep telling me. <laughs> yeah, you you going you sure is gonna keep telling me that? Cause because I never got a real reason for this one because I'm not ne I, I never ignore him verbally. Right. When he says this, I always shoot back at him. But nor do I ever ask him why because I legitimately oh, don't care. Oh, but I assume it has to be a similar reason to the other thing. I assume I, I can only guess, sir. I'm not going to inconvenience myself. 
or change habits that started at least a decade before you came down to work down here. Right. Not because you're terrified of your bosses and certainly not because you told me to. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy talk, bro. I don't know who the fuck you think. Listen, bro. Yo, if if you got me fucked up as a person, like, nigga. (laughs) Yo, I don't understand. Who the fuck? He he, he about 60. He about 60. And it's like, yo, I, you lucky we're in this office. Because I can't say to you the things that I really want to say to you out loud. Because we're in this office, yeah. And I'm as as people can say a bunch of things about me. They can say I'm not friendly. They can say whatever. I am not unprofessional at work. Right. <laughs> at work, I do what I'm I supposed to do. Feel you, <laughs> but nigga, I, I just, bro, I just people the nerve, the, the cheek, the fucking cheek, bro, bro. I, I yo, I was bad like. One of the times that it happened, it wasn't me that put the box there, right? So I was like, he came in and wrote, James, I told you such set. I said, I said, yo, I ain't do that. So my supervisor was not my supervisor is the one who did it. So he was like, no, I did it. And he's like, why y'all keep putting blah, blah? And she's like, because that's where they go. Right. Yo, I mean, I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out. Yo, like, <laughs> he, he, was, he said, "Why don't y'all just leave it on the floor and leave and it on the floor?" No, 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 no. See, the no, thing is, I promise you, I'm not. I can't make this shit up. I can't make this shit up. He's like, "Why don't you just leave it on the floor and let me know? Let me know when when it, when, it's, when you're done with it." I said, "I'll indulge you." I say, "I, I say, I'll indulge you." The reason that I don't do that is because there are times. When I put it on the floor in my area, because I'm not done with it. Right, right. I might still need it. And if I create the habit of if it's on the floor, you take it, then you might take some shit that don't need to be taken yet. Right. So right. what the fuck are we talking about? I just don't, you know, it's funny. <laughs> Oh <laughs> um, no! The fucking the the audacity, the cheat, the unmitigated gall, oh. the the fuck! What the fuck, sir? I, yo, listen, yo, that's crazy, bro. I, the words that I can say to you, <laughs> the way that you will fit, who, yo? I remember I told y'all about the the whole. Uh, you will stop hitting the curb like that. You gonna bust your tire, yo? You gotta see his. So what the fuck are you talking about, yo? No, always. What are you talking? Yo, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. You often don't know what you're talking. Like what? See, we was outside then, so I was able to say what I really wanted to say. Just call, just call that nigga often wrong, <laughs> bro. <laughs> often wrong. Like you often don't know. What you're, anyway, but um. To end to end the show on a on a better note than that because okay. right. we've been fu- we literally have been fussing all episode that that don't happen as much as it used to we don't usually spend the whole episode fussing but um to end this on a, a good note 
even though you were you would have been about to say this anyway. But Justin EP is still streaming and it's available <laughs> on Bandcamp. Uh Power is still out here streaming. Latest single never get me down is still out there streaming. The latest release, move aside. It's out now on all streaming platforms. Go run that up if you guys don't mind. Um, it has a bit of a more fun vibe than the last couple of releases. It was actually one of my favorite beats to work on ever. The beat is based on one of my favorite Kendrick Lamar songs. Uh, I think it's the first based on beat that I ever made. Uh, spoiler right. alert, the next project I'm working on, not the one that comes out next month, hint, hint, is based on another classic project that uh, one of the greats has put out, but... We'll get to that when it's time to, uh, and it's not time to. So oh, that jazz or that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. that's all I got. That's good. Um, yeah. So yeah. you know, once again, want to thank all of you for joining mm. us on another weekend of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Black all geeks. I want to especially thank Chrissy and Herder through the grapevine for loaning us one of their hosts. Absolutely. Um, as usual, it's always fun. It's always it's always fun when it's three of us on this motherfucker. Like three yeah. of us is crazy, but three of us is yeah, like, bro, like, bro, bananas, right? Um. Also, uh, I want the black culture geeks now with more black geek <laughs> with extra black geek <laughs> with one third more black geek, right? <laughs> right. Um. But we do want you guys to um know that we really appreciate your attention. Uh, Absolutely, appreciate the fact you come every weekend. Hear mm-hmm. us rant and rave about mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? But Thanks. um also do not forget to go check out my man Jaden Nerd's channel. Absolutely. Um, do not forget to go check out Metas and Meetings with my man Super Side Guy. Absolutely. As, as we stated earlier, Chrissy is now back in the saddle again. We're heard it through the great lives, lives. Monday lives. lives. Monday lives. So go check that out. If you have mm-hmm. not found it on Facebook or find it on YouTube, whichever, yep. um, go do that. Nessa, look, look, my sister Nessa is in here at the end of the show and shit. What the fuck? Lady Assassin, boy, I swear, man. Thanks. I swear. She came in at the last in the last moment just to kill everybody. Isn't that what Assassin's do? Isn't that what Assassin's do? Exactly. It's exactly. Sure at the last moment. <laughs> um, also, do not forget those of you who have supported the Kickstarter, please continue to check your messages. We're Absolutely. going each tier, tier by tier, as to try to reduce any errors that we're doing. Uh, as I told you before, Metal Comics, they came in. They came in, right? So hey. once I get this into the system on our website, I will be sending out codes and shit of that nature for those of you that supported it that tier. Um, once again, thank you guys for your support on that. We have another Kickstarter starting again next week. Um, for issue two, which mm-hmm. is going to be a crazy goddamn issue because mm-hmm. I really one thing me and Graydon and Joseph definitely wanted was for this first story arc to set the tone to the other story Thanks. arcs and shit, right? So yeah, um, um, by all means, go and support that. We'll give you more information on it. There is a uh, uh, launch page that you can go click on and be notified when we go live. Um. Let me see. Also, there's always music. Always and assume there's music. Always assume there's fucking music. Um, and I don't care if it's old music. I don't care if it's new music. Go Correct. to your, your, your streaming services. Add our songs. Yeah, our run stuff. our shit up. There's run actually our a Muzzy World playlist. 
There's a multi-role player. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, those things help us out. In fact, help all of the indie artists that are in uh, the GU community and outside of the GU community that we affiliate with because James right. is not a GU artist, but he's affiliated right, right. with us through through Reaper Legion and shit, right? So right. just go support these people because, again, you your guys' support is what allows them to continue to do that shit. And if not y'all, who? <laughs> so, right. uh, say not y'all, who? So anyway, for my man, SPJ, you... And for my sister Chrissy, hey, I am Tombstone the Dead Man. And for the greater multi uh-huh. world entertainment family, we are out. Peace.